0: Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano.
1: It is Friday, September 20th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, the family of the five year old who vanished from a bridge to New Jersey Park issued a plea Thursday afternoon during a news conference asking for anyone with information to please come forward. An Amber alert remains in effect five days after Dulce Maria Alvarez went missing. She was last seen just before five o'clock on Monday. Police want to talk to a light skinned, possibly Hispanic male, roughly five foot six inches tall, who may have been driving that red van that police have been talking about and was at the park the time Dulce went missing. Through an interpreter, the grandmother released a statement during the press conference yesterday. Please, if you have any information, help us find my granddaughter. Don't be afraid of the police. We have not been able to eat nor sleep. You can't imagine what we are going through. We are very sad. Please help our family, I beg you. Police are encouraging anyone with information to come forward and that their citizenship status will not be questioned. Dulce Maria Alavez is described as a Hispanic female approximately 3'5", three, uh, 3 feet, 5 inches tall, of a medium build. Uh, she was last seen wearing a yellow shirt, black and white checkered, long pants with a flower design on them, and white sandals, and her dark-colored ponytail, her hair was pulled back in a ponytail. And there's now a combined $25,000 reward for anyone who has information leading to the identification or conviction of the suspect. Um, and anybody is asked to call uh, Bridgeton Police if you have any tip whatsoever. So
3: I was watching uh, the news and the extensive, is uh, the, the coverage has been extensive, but they had... Uh They're just talking to these three women who are mothers who are driving around doing trying, you know, to ask questions and see if they could help at all. You yeah, know, they said the community that, that committed is committed to it. Yeah, yeah
2: is, is um, you know pretty pretty sad about this, and they said a lot of people are out and just searching. They went back to, I guess they had dogs out yesterday, and they got her scent yeah. for about an hour, and then the dogs lost it.
4: I've seen along the highways a few different signs that have said you know had the missing persons alert. Does that have anything to do with this case? You know,
2: I don't know if that's her because this isn't an amber alert, and I feel like there would be more information. Okay. But I did see that missing person along the Schuylkill yesterday. I
4: saw it on the Schuylkill and on the Blue Route on the way to the event last night. I got, I got the feeling it was a different. A different situation. Yeah, the, okay the,
2: They also listed a vehicle in that one, and it, was right. it wasn't the
3: van or the, the van. uh Yeah, gotcha. or, or they, they said it could be a van or an SUV. Now, right?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, again, any information at all, call Bridgeton police. They said that they are getting phone calls, they are getting tips, but um, they don't know where this little girl is, so they still need more. The final shutdown of Three Mile Island, where 1979's terrifying partial meltdown became a landmark event in the life cycle of the nuclear power in the United States. It's imminent. Yes. <laughs> the Echelon Corporation. <laughs> Officials said the plant will stop producing electricity around noon Friday, following uh, through on a decision the Chicago-based energy giant made in May after it became clear that it would not get a financial rescue from Pennsylvania.
3: Hey, Preston, they're giving away the uh, the reactor rods <laughs> if, you want to, uh, nice. if you want to pick some up. <laughs> if you're like, yeah. uh, cheap, you come by right. and offer. Just offer. Uh, They'll be like big bins out front. Just grab wow. one.
2: Wow. I, there was a scientist talking about like, how they dismantle all of this and the money is it takes and the oh, time yeah. and oh my god and then to have i guess to to discard of the uh whatever is going to end up being trash and oh my god yeah. what a process yep uh, so the accident that destroyed the three mile islands unit two badly undermined public support For the energy source, no nuclear plant that was uh, proposed after the accident has been successfully completed and put into operation in the United States. As the economics of the nation's aging nuclear fleet have deteriorated, seven plants, eight reactors have closed in the last eight years, leaving 97 operating, although several more are slated to close. Three Mile Island's Unit 1 opened in 1974 and is licensed to operate through 2034. Shutting it down will cut its life short by 15 years, but Echelon has uh, complained the plant is losing money in competitive electricity electricity markets where it contends with a flood of cheap natural gas and renewable energies that benefit from state-based subsidies. That's why I
1: was going to ask why is why are all these nuclear plants closing I mean it's still efficient from what I understand right? Well Well, it
2: is in fact it it is
3: it's it's a very good source of 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 energy but as they said this scared people there was there was a plant they were long um trying to get built on Long Island and Shoreham. And they were about to do it, but they couldn't, after all of this happened and everything, they couldn't, everyone thinks of what's, you know, what what happens in case of an evacuation. And Long Island is a big peninsula and there'd be no way to get people out of the area in time. So. I think that's the general deal. But yeah, Preston, it's the it's the resources that they're the other resources that they're tapping into yeah. that make this less necessary. I don't think
4: that they've uh built any or started building any new nuclear power plants in the country since this. Right, yes. so Limerick
3: wow. was built Limerick was built when it started in the
4: seventies and, and finished later, but uh, I mean it takes a long time for them to build right, it. Right, right, yeah. But I don't think that they've uh started any since the um the accident three at uh, three mile but island. There are a couple yeah. in the area, yeah. Yeah, Limerick and then there's one uh in fact, we, the Jersey shore.
3: Yeah, we yeah. talked to the Designer, remember, or one of yeah. the designers? Salem? Jersey
4: Shore is not. Oh, like
5: down North, by Ocean yeah, yeah, City Salem, yeah. is
4: that's a coal. Or- yes. Yeah, okay. it, it, it has just, a, a cooling tower that looks like Limerick's cooling right. tower, but it's right. not a nuclear power plant. Yeah. Right. right.
2: Three Mile Island also faced particularly difficult economics because of the 1979 accident, left it with just one reactor. After close to 20 years of planning and construction, the all-new Fashion District Philadelphia opened its doors Thursday. (laughs) The over 800,000-square-foot retail space rose from the crumbled remains of the gallery and now promises Philadelphia consumers a shopping experience the likes of which they've never seen before. Did
3: you see that the uh, escalator wasn't working? Dude, it's
2: so hard to
5: walk up that, like, escalators that aren't working. Well, they're
2: not...
3: They're not spaced the same way regular stairs
5: they're are. Not. Yeah. Do like you like
2: little steps, like trying to go but, up?
5: But even just starting, right? Because you, you, I don't even know why, but like mentally you're expecting it, it, to, be it to be moving, and so that first couple <laughs> of steps, you're like, yeah, How do I walk up? I'm trip? trapped. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Developers are calling the new mall the largest retail experience in Philadelphia to lure shoppers back to the site. Fashion District features around 30 new stores uh, to the city and several locally owned shops.
4: I'll be there on Sunday with the MM Army from 11. Cool. One. Yeah, there's a, a pre-Eagles game pep rally. It's at the Go Birds tailgate, uh, and it's right at the Fashion District, 11-1. Uh, so just look for the MMR. We I mean, look for the guy on crutches. You be inside or outside? <laughs> uh, I'm not quite sure yet, so I'll find out. But, uh, yeah, it's at 11-1. But I drove past it yesterday. There was such a line to get in because yeah. I think they had some deals going on at H&M. Yeah. Uh, I had an appointment in the city uh, during the opening yesterday. It was – it was there were a lot of people there. But it's cool to see that there's business returned to that area. I'm All excited
2: right. to go and, and check it out.
1: Yeah, I always think of uh, – Fresh prints when, I, when right. I, went, I went
5: downtown to the gallery mall. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, only went there one time. I went there specifically in ninth grade to get Zeke Cavaricis. Oh, oh, my God, yeah. Well, you can go back now and get them again. Uh, you know what? I the went In the retro store. I didn't get them. Oh, oh, man. I was like, oh, my God, these are expensive. $50 for pants. <laughs> so I didn't get them.
2: I used to go all the time. So my best friend from high school worked there. And so, you know, I would take the train in and you'd get right off, be right there. We'd yeah. go shopping, go out with our fake IDs. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mall industry is as volatile as it's ever been with stores around the world closing brick-and-mortar locations due to the rise in online shopping. The full shopping experience at Fashion District Philadelphia might still be a few months away as roughly 20% of shops are still not open. So there's still more to open, more to come there. In sports this morning... <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Acuna Jr. became the second youngest player in baseball history to hit 40 home runs in a season. Freddie Freeman also drove in two runs, and the Braves clinched at least a tie for first place in the National League East with a 5-4 victory over the Phillies yesterday afternoon in Atlanta. With eight games left in the regular season, a second straight division title is right around the corner for the Braves, who hold a nine-and-a-half game lead over the Washington Nationals. Are you crazy? The Phillies are on the road again this weekend with a series in Cleveland against the Indians. Drew Smiley gets the start. Game time is at 7 o'clock. In preseason hockey, the Bruins scored once in the second and once in the third to break, open a 1-1 tie, and held on for the 3-1 win over the Flyers. Brian Elliott started and made 22 saves on 24 shots through two periods and Alex Lyon turned away 9 of 10 in the third. In Thursday Night Football... Gardner Minshaw threw two touchdown passes, and the Jaguars beat the Tennessee Titans 20 to seven in a rainy game in Jacksonville. And the Eagles will look to get back in the winning column with they uh, when they host the Detroit Lions on Sunday at the Link. Kickoff is at one o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you
1: very much, Kathy. Well, you've arrived; the finish line is in sight. We have a Friday morning heading into the weekend, and uh, we have many things that we're going to sprinkle throughout the show today. Uh, for you to enjoy. Part of that includes some money. we got our Money Shark giveaway at 8 a.m., and that uh, is the start of five separate times today. You'll have a chance to win. Yes, yeah,
3: so you, you're you annoyed by the song, but it reminds you of that
1: opportunity to win. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's coming up. Get yourself ready for that. We'll keep reminding you, and then we'll let you know exactly what you need to do to win that. We give away our Word of the Week prize today, 10 tickets to Dorney Park, plus your entire group. Gets to ride on their monster trucks. I mean, they've got a ten-person grave digger, megalodon truck that you can ride in. So we'll get you on board for that stuff. We will give that away today. We also have one pair left. These tickets go on sale officially today of the Hellamega tour. So that's Green Day, Weezer, and Fallout Boy. And they're going to be playing Citizens Bank Park. Now, that's not till next August. Uh, but <laughs> tickets go on sale today. It's uh, the, the new Green Day record sounds awesome. New Weezer sounds awesome. Everything's good. These are solid yeah. bands. There's a big excitement for yeah. this show. Yeah, so we'll give that pair of tickets away at some point this morning. Guest-wise, Dan Soder's going to be here today. Love Dan Soder. He's great. He's going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. There's an early show that's sold out tomorrow. Keep that in mind. So... Uh, Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. And Dan's going to be stopping in a little after 8 o'clock. And our friends at God Turkey Bacon will be here today. So we'll give away. We'll be throwing bacon all over the place. Crazy. Yep. We'll We'll be be making it rain bacon. Yep. So your chance to win (laughs) that as well. So these things and more are going to be taking place uh, throughout the program. we got to recap our uh, party last night. Yes. Zeta ate a pie and Kathy's pitch box. Tremendous success last night. I'd say so. So we'll take a break. Come back in a second. I'll get a trivia question ready for you and uh, roll out the entertainment stories to begin our morning together. So it's going to be coming up
6: shortly. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Here, Preston and Steve. You can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Studio Day is a chance for high school students to explore Newman University's programs
5: in digital media, broadcasting, and production. You can use Newman's radio and
6: TV studios
5: and meet media professionals like Marissa Magnata and Andre Gardner. Studio Day is Saturday, October 19th from 10 till noon on Newman's campus in Delaware County. Discover how cutting-edge technology and industry connections can launch your career. Come to Studio Day on October 19th. To reserve your place, visit neumann.edu slash
6: Day. Now Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: All right, let's see. We have uh, one last pair of tickets. as MMR Rocks Jim Jeffrey Saturday, October fifth at ten p.m. at the Keswick Theater. Four-hour stupid question this morning. This is an interesting one. I never knew this. There's two answers to this. I'll take either one. Name one of the two stars that didn't have a driver's license when they were cast. For the Fast and Furious film. Huh. The first one. Yeah. Okay? The the classic. There were two stars of that movie that didn't even have driver's license. They get okay? cast in this
3: movie. About driving. About freaking driving. Street racing.
1: Don't insult us. Uh you can just give me one of the names. Two one five two six three W M M R. And if you know both of them, you're gonna get one prize as well. So Whoa! Yep, you still get the same thing. <laughs> All right, so birthdays today. On Friday, September 20th, include Ben Shepherd of the band Soundgarden. Uh, he is celebrating his 51st birthday today. Uh, the band is kaput or what? I would assume. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they they've I want to say that they've gotten together for tributes to Chris and uh, and have played with other people, you know, at, at events. That's probably what's but going on. There's no way Soundgarden exists ever uh, without. Uh, of course, Chris Cornell.
3: Yeah, you can never say. Well, we'll just get some of those things like Chris.
1: Yeah, I mean, you did get. Uh, I mean, I mean, you look at uh, Allison Chains, who yeah. kind of went on, but I mean, come on, it's just uh, he was—he was. Nobody has come close to having a voice like him in the world. Uh, world. I think we
3: were all stunned by a, a recent performance of one Casey Boy Foster. Ooh. Yeah, his...
5: but I'm under contract already. Steve. Oh, you are already. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm sorry.
4: Who's right. contract?
5: Uh, the contract here at the radio station. Oh, can't, yeah. Can't break oh. that. So, like... this
4: contract.
7: Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: so, Ben Shepard is uh, 51 years old today. Uh, another outstanding musician, great guitarist uh, from the band Extreme, Nuno Bettencourt. We were just playing this yesterday. Rocking uh, it. He actually... The dude can shred. And he's like a gun for hire. So, I think he toured with Rihanna. Yes, he did. And uh, he's toured with a whole bunch of different groups. And he is known to be a bit of an egomaniac. Is he? And difficult to deal with. Oh, yes. that sucks cuz uh, I
3: really I really like him.
1: Yeah, he's he's known to have a bit of a of a temper, but he is an outstanding guitar player by this the way. This song is great. It I is. don't care what anybody says.
3: Uh the video's great and the parody or the exact God, rep it was yeah, Jack
1: Black, right? Wonderful. It was spot him on. Jimmy Fallon, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah they're they're <laughs> excellent. And uh he celebrates his 53rd birthday today. Nuno Bettencourt. Oh, it's wholehearted. is it a great Remember song. this one? I love I this do. song. I do. It's a great song. Yeah. Uh, so, happy 53rd birthday. Nuno Bettencourt. Kristen Johnston, the actress. You remember her from Third Rock from the Sun? Yes. Uh, she was also in Austin Powers' The Spy Who Shagged Me. She played one of, like a Russian femme fatale. She's also on
3: Mom, I believe. She oh, okay. made a uh, funny guest appearance on Modern Family. So, she's doing... She's making the rounds. She had like a... Uh, she had a substance abuse issue for a while. Did she? She did. I yeah. have no idea.
1: She's yeah. very funny. And yeah, she's great. Uh, 52 today. Ah, uh, the great Gary Cole. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ah. Yeah. yeah. If you
3: could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. <laughs> Lumberg. Dodgeball uh, was on over the weekend.
4: <laughs> oh,
1: that's right. He plays I've seen cotton. a grown man pleasure a camel. Yeah, that's right. He plays cotton, the uh, <laughs>
4: the commentator. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, uh, watched In the Line of Fire uh, not that long ago, and he's the, the real jerk. Um, yeah. A uh, Secret Service agent as well.
1: Yeah, he's like the senior agent. Yeah. Uh, you're correct. Yeah, he can do straight-up drama stuff, and uh, then he turns around, and he's Mr. Brady. <laughs> yeah, oh. From the Brady Bunch movies. Especially with the house being redone, I think. Uh, if they
3: brought the... You know, so they took the original house, the exterior of the house, purchased that house,
1: and now have turned it into the Brady Bunch house. They should have him go out there with Shelley Long. He but. should. Yeah, I, I love the moments in those movies where he is—he's dishing out the dad advice. He's <laughs> like, "Well, Cindy, when you tattle, you're really tattling on yourself." Yes.
3: <laughs> and his delivery is
7: just—God,
3: it's spot on. It's. Flawless, and then they'll cut to Shelley Long as
1: uh,
3: um, oh, as Carol my. Brady,
1: and you'll just see her like turning her head
3: like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm.
1: Yep. Uh, so Gary Cole is 63 today. Uh, actress Moon Bloodgood. Oh, yeah. I actually interviewed her. She was on a show called Falling Sky. Yeah. Uh,
3: she was an L.A. Uh, Lakers cheerleader. Wow. And she had a whole bunch of stories about uh, Jack Nicholson firing on her all the time. No I'm l-
5: looking at her credits, in your own, uh, and she was in Terminator Salvation. She yeah. Was, yeah. I remember her. Uh, uh, Burn Notice
1: tri- yeah. as well. And like Steve said, Falling Skies, some of her top credits. Uh, yes, she's 44 today. Uh, John Barenthal, the actor, Steve. Love him. The, the, the Punisher. The Punisher and Walking Dead. So freaking good. Yeah, I mean, a, you know, a great... Uh,
3: did you catch any of the uh, – did you catch the – A little bit. The I Punisher? did,
1: and for some reason I didn't get caught up in it, but I, I really enjoyed what I watched. Jesus, I watched good. the first few episodes. He's and, great. Yeah. I really dug it. The nose. Broken, you think, or born, born that with. way? I'm really. thinking born with. It looks like he's been punched in the face several times. The
3: classic joke is, is he's got a Roman nose. It roams all over his face. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, i never
5: heard yeah, of yeah. that before.
1: And he's good in um, uh, The Accountant, which is a He's movie really made. good as that. Yeah, yeah. That we like. So he celebrates his 43rd today. And then legendary Italian uh, actress and bombshell, Sophia Loren. Uh, turns 85 years old God, I love Sevilla ren Yeah, yeah, she's pretty awesome. Uh, let's see if we can find an answer to the question uh, this morning. Two of the stars from the first Fast and Furious film, I heard that.
3: Uh, <laughs> I tried to make it as loud as I could. Like,
1: uh, didn't have driver's licenses. Who were they? You can just give me one if you want, Two one five two six three. Uh, W-M-M-R. We had a late night last night. I'm going to go to Valerie. Well, I'm reading these spellings. Hi, uh, (laughs) Valerie. Good morning.
2: Hey, guys. Gadzook.
1: Gadzooks. Valerie, do me a favor. Do you know the two stars? I do. Who were they?
2: Michelle Rodriguez. Uh Uh-huh. Jordana Brewster. You are
1: correct. I was reading the names as Jorgana. Like (laughs) Giganto. Jorgano And Jorana. No, it's Jordana Brewster and Michelle Rodriguez. And Valerie got it right, so Valerie uh, gets a pair of tickets as MMR rocks Jim Jeffery. Saturday, October 5th, 10 p.m. at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. And tickets remain for the early and late shows at AXS.com. Got some stories for you. Uh, Demi Moore is speaking a little bit more. She's telling it all. In her new memoir called Inside Out. And, you know, we've already heard some pretty incredible things about her family and, uh, you know, her... Uh, Horrible her, upbringing. Her her stepfather uh, uh, had committed suicide. She yeah. had a really bad upbringing and we didn't know all these stories. But here's another one I didn't know about. She revealed that uh, she and her ex-husband Ashton Kutcher had threesomes during their marriage. What?! And she said that when Kutcher asked her to have a threesome, she agreed. And she said, I wanted to show him how great and fun I could be. And she said the two times that they decided to have a threesome proved to be a mistake. So she, she was. She realized
3: that he, he's a younger man. That's interesting.
1: Man, that's really interesting. And she wanted to just kind of show, yeah, I can roll with this. And I, I, she did not
3: like the experience. I can completely commiserate because my sixth time being a humiliation cuck, oh. I
6: realized. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, I realized
3: <laughs> I am not liking this. I am not liking this. You know, it was was sounded six like, six six like a good idea. Yeah. At yeah the time. This, it was yeah. the sixth time right. where I really turned south. When I had that uh, ball gag with the ashtray in my mouth. Ooh.
5: What about the fifth? Time that made you have a. That was actually time. okay
3: because there was uh, there was hummus and pita. wow. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Those were the two oh. guys my wife is with. <laughs> hummus and pita. Oh, I thought yeah. they
4: were Mediterranean
7: now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> High five, hummus. Hey, pita. <laughs>
1: Uh, Oh, my God. Uh, Demi also revealed that in 2010, she saw media reports claiming that Kutcher met a 21-year-old woman while bowling with her daughter, Rumor, and cheated on her in her home when she was out of town filming a movie. Well, this is interesting. When she confronted him, listen to this, he brought up... Their threesomes as a defense, and she said because we had brought a third party into our relationship, Ashton said that blurred the lines and to some extent had justified what he had done.
3: I, I, I'm going to see that as a as a won't hold up in court. Sort no, of thing. exactly. Um, and that's that's a that's a bad way out. I I always uh I mean I have gotten the impression of him as more of a straight arrow. I
1: think uh,
3: you know uh, yeah. Maybe on the kinky side, he's uh.
1: I, I think he had his fun. Yeah. And he's probably a different guy now. Yeah. I, I think that's what it
5: is. You know why I think he's not a straight arrow? Because he has a penis. And, uh, well, I, I think that. But you're, of- you're, a, you're a good guy. You know, uh, t- you know. Are you? No, I'm a terrible
3: human being. Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, you know, listen, I, I wasn't cheating. Remember, I was the cuck. <laughs> so, yeah.
5: No, you're right. <laughs> that's right.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, Whatever the, uh, the the deal is, they they had this in their life, and she revealed that Ashton uh, cheated twice in their marriage. Uh, she also revealed that things started going wrong when she miscarried their baby at six months, and several attempts at IVF had failed, and after the miscarriage, she started drinking again, and then she blamed herself on the loss, and it just, you know, she spiraled down. Um, this
3: sounds like some of these uh, books are just, you know, uh, there's nothing really to it, but the stuff she's been revealing is pretty...
1: Yeah. Pretty candid. Uh, They divorced in 2013. Uh, Inside Out will be released on September 24th, so... And this uh, is the
3: book version of the
1: animated film. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. which is uh, about emotions, (laughs) and you can see there's a lot of emotions (laughs) in her story. The threesome in the... uh, All right. Uh, Kim Kardashian has revealed that it got very emotional the last time she saw O.J. Simpson in public. Uh, During an interview... (laughs) Was he coming at her with a knife? On her friend Jonathan uh, Cheebin's podcast, Kim said... I think the last time I saw him was in Miami. It was before he had gone to jail in the last situation. And Chloe and I, I think me, Courtney, and Chloe, were in Miami in a club. And we ran into him in the VIP section. Kim, Courtney, Chloe. But listen to this. It says, uh, but it was like behind a stage or something. I don't even know. what The way she
3: tells a story.
1: I, I, I don't even know what club it was at. We all, I think, started crying. It was emotional, I think. Who are you? I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim's uh, later father, Robert, or late father, uh, Robert Kardashian Sr., was a friend of OJ's and served as one of his defense attorneys. And Chibin also revealed that Kim uh, has never really talked to him about her dad's involvement in the trial. And she said, yeah, we never really talk about it. I never really talk about it. Well, the longstanding legend is that uh, Robert Shapiro
3: took the luggage that had the bloody clothing in it from the murder. Robert Kardashian. Robert, I'm sorry, you're right. Uh, uh, No, uh, where was Shapiro. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, got rid of the bag. Yes, all these freaking names. <laughs> got rid of the bag with the bloody clothing in it from the night of the murder.
1: Uh, anyhow, uh, she said, "Yeah, we never really talk about it. I never really. Uh, I never really talk about it. I just, uh, you know, his kids are also amazing, and Nicole's kids, and I'm still somewhat friendly with his children. I don't really talk to them, but I did connect with his son a few years back, and I just have respect for them. And their lives must be extremely hard to go through all of that. Uh, I always try to keep." Uh, To myself on that issue and not really bring anything up for them. So
3: there was also the rumor that uh, OJ was Chloe's dad Mm -hmm. and that Mominger had cheated on uh, Kardashian
1: with. OJ. Yeah, this, all this drama. Mm hmm. Uh, Brad Pitt opened up about how he reacted when, uh, Harvey Weinstein had made a pass at his ex-girlfriend, Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. Paltrow's claim that Weinstein sexually harassed her in the early days of her career. Uh, in an interview recently, he revealed that he confronted Weinstein or how he did it. He said, uh, at that moment, I was just a boy from the Ozarks on the playground and that's how we confronted things. Uh, he said, I just wanted to make sure that nothing was going to happen further because she was going to do two films. And I think the interesting thing is that we, Hollywood specifically, uh, but the workplace, men and women dynamics, is different, is being, I'm sorry, is being recalibrated in a very good way uh, that is long overdue. And I think that's how, uh, that's an important story to tell.
0: Hey, man, calm down, it's nothing, I just wanted your girlfriend to off one of my farts. <laughs>
3: Well, we don't do that in the Ozarks. <laughs> Come on, man.
1: We all have farts, man. <laughs> Put a towel over yeah, her yeah, yeah. and have her it's lean cool, into man, your ass. Man. You're going like to Yeah. Uh, Paltrow revealed that uh, Pitt told Weinstein, if you ever make her feel uncomfortable again, I'll kill you <laughs> or something like that, she said. And it was so fantastic. He leveraged his fame and power to protect me at a time when I didn't have fame or power yet. So she did appreciate that. Uh, the El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, will feature apparently some mystery cameo. Ooh! Yeah, according to the Hollywood... Can I guess? Yeah. Joanne Worley? We don't know who that... I... Holland Globetrotters? I don't know who it's going to be. Uh, according to
3: the Hollywood... Mama
5: Cass.
1: <laughs> according to the Hollywood Reporter, the film will feature ten characters from the show, including one played by an undisclosed key cast member Ooh. who used a private jet to shuttle in and out of Albuquerque without notice. Hmm. So there's some, and I I was running through the cast members in my head. I I don't know who it might be. It's got to be Cranston. Um, Maybe in a flashback, event.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll find a way to work him in and and then make a big deal out of it. Is there a cast list up yet of this on? uh, on
5: I don't think so. Not
1: really sure, Case. I
5: haven't looked. I wonder if Bill Burr is in it. Uh, El Camino,
1: a Breaking Bad movie. I don't know, Nick, can you look it up? Is it Doc in? from Back to the Future? <laughs> Christopher Lloyd?
3: Or yeah, actual? okay.
4: Only three actors. Oh, <laughs> we're making math. <laughs> I have a
7: better, a better formula. <laughs> uh,
4: just three actors listed, uh, not Christopher Lloyd. Okay. Uh, but Aaron Paul, Charles Baker, and uh, Matt Jones. Oh, and um, the, the kid from uh, Road Trip uh, is in it as well. Oh. Uh, DJ Qualls. Qualls yeah. DJ
1: Qualls. Yeah. Was he in? Was he in the show? Originally, no, no. No. No, He's in that little trailer. Okay, yeah. Wait, yes, he was. He was an undercover cop. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that. He played a very small role. There was a setup on a park bench, uh, and and he, yeah, I remember that for sure. Yeah, crap. I got to go back and watch. I know it's. Forever ago, right? Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, three or four people last
3: night at the uh, Bitch Box event. uh, Some of our uh, female participants came up
1: to me and said how excited they were about Breaking Bad. You
3: reported (laughs) on it. it. yeah? Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, El Camino Breaking Bad movie will debut on Netflix 3 a.m., On October... 3 a.m. Yeah, on October 11th and in theaters in 68 cities before heading to AMC in early
5: 2020. We have to wait till 3 because it's got to be midnight Pacific time. Yep. Right.
1: So Netflix has released a trailer for its latest thriller, In the Shadow of the Moon. But uh, while the movie may be set in Philadelphia, it was not filmed here. Uh, it stars Michael Z. Hall, of course, from Dexter, and Boyd Hallbrook, who's from Narcos. In case, it does look good. I
3: watched the trailer, and you're right; it seems to have. So, it's 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 a, it seems to
1: be initially like a uh, serial killer crime thing, mm-hmm. but it has otherworldly aspects to it. Takes place in Philadelphia in 1988, and Detective Thomas Lockhart, uh, who is played by Hallbrook, uh, starts uh, his search for a serial killer who seems to resurface every nine years with a number of brutal murders. Uh, the Killings movie description reads, defy all scientific explanation, uh, primarily thanks to sci-fi elements that include time travel.
3: Yeah, this is interesting.
1: Uh, so you'll see some stuff in the trailer like uh, Septibus, City Hall, the Broad Street Line, things like that, but they they didn't film. it. But in the 80s, didn't they always refer to Philadelphia as Little Montreal? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Philly media begins to refer to the serial killer's slayings as the Market Street Murders Ooh. in the uh, in the film, and it was made in Toronto. Who's portraying a young Casey boy? Uh, we don't have oh. the full list of uh, Casey <laughs> Boy, But it's similar to what they did. Toronto served. I'm in the
3: running away club. <laughs> uh,
1: Toronto served as a stand-in for Philly uh, when they made the movie Shazam. You remember that, that t- took place in oh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, um, we actually have a Philadelphia here. No, really? Yeah, we really do. Use it. And the director, by the way, uh, is a guy named Jim Mickle. He's from Pottstown.
3: Oh, oh uh, Jim so. Mickle. Oh, yeah, actually, he's he did a, a, a movie I've I mentioned before a vampire movie, a really good vampire movie called Stakeland. No kidding.
1: Yeah,
4: really well done. Okay. Kathy just got a message. Kathy out. just wants <laughs> to Everything okay? Yeah, yeah, she
3: just wants to cool. listen to some music. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. cool. laughs>
4: Turned over to B one hundred
3: and one. <laughs> I'm trying to See, win the prize. Really uh, I'm trying to win Richard Marks tickets. Can you guys
5: be quiet? Can
7: you guys just take a break for a minute? Yeah, the
2: name it's R-O-N-A-N-O.
5: Oh my god! Thank you. I'm so you excited. Like I can't I'm at
7: work. Yeah, pl- yeah. you can't get more excited. Yeah. Yeah.
5: You can't get more excited that you just won tickets. I can't. I can't even work. Yes. I work at WMR. I do the morning show. Well, can you go outside and scream? Kathy
2: uh-huh. at WMMR.com. You can't win this.
1: You could actually walk one block Sorry. down and pay the Take it. Guys, I'll be right back. All right. Oh, I'm going to continue. Okay. And I need, I need help uh, in memory lane with this because I do not recall this episode whatsoever. It's from Friends. Uh, co-creator David Crane has revealed that he has no idea... What Phoebe Buffet wrote for Ross Geller to keep his co-workers away from his moist maker sandwich <laughs> on season five of the hits, hit sitcom. Anybody?
4: Yeah. Marissa might okay. know. It was, okay. it was a Thanksgiving episode, and uh, Ross always, unless I'm mistaken, Ross always loved getting the leftover turkey sandwich. Okay. And so he would take that into work, and one of his co-workers uh, took it by mistake, or not by mistake, but they they, they ate his sandwich, and Ross lost his, his crap and uh, went ballistic. Ross was dealing with anger issues during that particular season. What was written on the note? That's what well, we here's the deal. So, yeah.
1: so yeah, uh, uh, David Crane said, oh, my God, I'm standing here going, she wrote a note for his sandwich? <laughs> I don't know. This is the problem of being 25 years older. I don't have a clue. I, I can't even make up something. Uh, co-creator uh, Marta Kaufman added, I have absolutely no idea what that note said, but now I'm going to go look into it because I really want to know. So yeah, there, there was some note that uh, kept people away from it, I guess, and and they don't remember. And people, for some reason or another, are wondering.
4: The description of the sandwich sounded delicious. Yeah. It was it was like a leftover turkey sandwich. A lef- Bre- leftover turkey sandwiches to begin with, yeah. And yeah. and uh, there was an extra layer of bread in there, and some grease and mashed
6: potatoes. <laughs> Oh, like a okay. full, like a full
3: turkey dinner. Oh, yeah,
6: yeah.
1: So we have a family member in from Sweden this weekend, and in honor of that, we are going to have Thanksgiving dinner Ooh. on Sunday. Uh, wow, yay!
3: You uh, guys
2: do Thanksgiving more than anybody. It's awesome. It's <laughs> everybody
1: should.
3: We really should because it's, it's such a good meal, and, and to burn it off on one day when you're gonna. Uh,
1: you can't really savor it. It's my my wife's idea. I
3: love yeah, it. Yeah,
2: I feel like you can, like Thanksgiving is so hectic that sometimes you, you can't enjoy quite it. enjoy yeah. it. So mm-hmm. like a small Thanksgiving in September. Besides
3: leading up to it there's always like cookies around and stuff like that. So you never, never you never you really
1: should be famished for a, a Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. yeah. We should do it in like June, you know. I mean like a, a good distance away from from November, but we're doing it this weekend. What dinner? Uh, you can come over around 4 o'clock. Damn it. Oh, there's, no- the Eagles, there's
3: another Friends-related thing. I don't know if you want to go to it here. The uh, Google uh, I sent it over. I don't know if the audio is over. I didn't yeah. see it. What uh, is it? Uh, yeah, so Google now has a thing in honor of the 25th anniversary of Friends that if you do a search on any of the characters, I believe, or the actors playing the characters... You get sound clips from them. Oh, oh really? Yes. <laughs> All right, say that one more time. So it's the 25th anniversary. When yep. you do a search, this is when you do a search for any of them on Google, uh, The these various sounds will play automatically in your browser. Uh, no, it's not over yet. yet.
4: No. Yep. No. All right. All right we'll while come we're, back. while yeah. we're doing that, I'm sorry. A few people are referencing that we play a sound drop from that episode of Friends. Uh, but I don't know what the reference is to. It yeah. says here
1: your winning sound drop is in that episode of Friends. So when we, when somebody wins something, is there
2: a... <laughs> straight out of Friends.
5: Yeah. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> when someone takes
4: a sandwich, your sound drop is in that episode. Please be more specific if yeah. you Yeah, I don't you know could. what that
1: means. Uh, and maybe we we'll see if we, can, we can locate that. All right, while we are waiting, I'll talk about another sitcom. Yeah, please. Uh, And we can come back to that. But according to Entertainment Weekly, Big Bang Theory stars uh, Maya Bialik and Jim Parsons are set to reunite for a new comedy on Fox. It is going to be called Carla. And according to the network, the show is based on the U.K. series Miranda. So Carla... Uh, played by Bialik is a 39-year-old woman who struggles every day against society and her mother to prove that you cannot have everything you want and still be happy, which is why she spent the money her parents set aside for her wedding to open a cat cafe in Louisville, Kentucky.
3: So, uh, what, do they say what uh, is Parsons playing the love interest? Or They
1: didn't indicate in this particular uh, article, so I don't know, Steve. They were phenomenal on Big Bang Theory. Their relationship was so funny uh, so well done. They're getting Ready to release that entire series on a platform, and I forgot which one it was. I read it the other day. Is it? It
5: might be, be CBS.
1: It might be CBS's streaming service. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. It's possible. Um, but you know what? That's another one. So I missed. Uh, I, I didn't watch Seinfeld. I watched <laughs> Big Bang Theory. I watched some of Friends. But now these things are becoming available and I didn't watch The Office. So these things are all available uh, yeah. in bulk. I may go back and revisit you know the, these things I missed out on. The one to start with would be The Office. I I tried, yeah. and, and I did it while exercising, and it was too dry for, it, it, for, for yeah. exercising yeah. for yeah. me. So uh, I know it's dry humor, yeah. obviously, but I would need to do it in a different environment. Lindsay Lohan is reportedly working on a new TV project. Yeah. It's, it's- called of Figures. Yay! <laughs> the, the show. In an interview on Australia's Studio 10 this week... Lindsay revealed that she is, quote, writing a series that will come out in America. It's great to be here and down under. She said, almost like a reality show, but not a reality show.
3: So it's what you might call a scripted show.
1: Yeah, I guess so. She went on to say that she will play uh, a kind of, at be- kind of being a puppet master and will star in the series with her siblings. No, please
3: no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Their they're talent... They're talentless. I don't yeah. even remember. She she's a got a brother sister, and right? she's got a sister. Yeah. And they tried to make the sister's career work. And nothing. Okay. And nothing. Uh, I have these friends clips. Okay. So these so will
1: play when you search.
3: That's my understanding. So With the 25th anniversary on Google. All right. Are we skipping the first one, in Case It looks uh, like it's passed. That's right. Here we
7: go. Pivot! Right. Pivot! <laughs> pivot!
3: What did they say? It's for Pivot. For pivot. Oh, where they are Trying Moving to get the, the, couch. the couch up. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Okay, I, I don't think it's going to pivot anymore. Joey doesn't share food.
1: <laughs> okay. Do you know what that one was big? Yeah. Joey doesn't share food. Okay.
5: Smelly right. cat, smelly cat, what are they feeding you? Smelly cat,
7: smelly cat, it's not your fault. <laughs> All
1: right, one, come on. These probably are much funnier when you're online. Yeah.
3: Yeah. These
2: are hilarious.
3: You dying over there? Yeah. I think those are the, the ducks in their apartment, right? Oh, sure, yeah,
5: when they yeah. get the, the chicken and the duck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one last one. <laughs> oh, wow. there been a little bit of backlash on over friends. I've read some well, of yeah, it. Yeah, people are like, wow, I, I never realized how terrible the show was. And, and i got to be honest with you, I can't watch reruns. I've been watching Cheers and I'm and I'm okay with that. And that was like the '80s, and it still holds up. Did you up watch better. Friends when it aired? I did, I did. Um, did you been, like it? I, you know, I I always liked I, it. I guess so. I didn't hate it. Yeah. You know?
2: Oh, see, I loved it, and I I'll watch it today. Like, and I still crack up. It's very um, Bad. it's very dated. Yeah, and yeah, there. But I I still love it.
5: But I'm watching also Seinfeld. Those shows are, are I love that. up. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, The Office. I mean. It doesn't hold up like those three right there. I've really, I've fallen
1: out of sitcom mode you know what? where, where yeah. you know, laugh, a couple of lines, laugh, a couple of lines, laugh. I've just like, it I, It I, has yeah, to be you really mean. good. Like, yeah. like you, we talked to,
3: we had the director, um, you know, from uh, the Downton Abbey movie and he directed a number of episodes of Kimmy
5: Schmidt. And that, that's uh, that to me, is hilarious. There's, you know,
3: 30 rocks. That's
5: ridiculous. Ridiculous, that's yeah, it. yeah, Uh Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I've been going. My, my daughter is, uh, she's binging that. Oh,
3: is she enjoying it? She is. Because it's, it's a gem. It a really, lot of people don't realize
5: how freaking good Brooklyn Nine-Nine is. Andre Brower is, he's so great. As the straight, you know, the part. <laughs> but, like, but not, but not, yeah. He's not.
1: By the way, some people are texting that the Big Bang Theory is going to be on uh, HBO Max or the HBO streaming service. Oh, that's so right. Yes, HBO they're right. Uh, handling that, because you so. don't pay enough for HBO. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see. How about this? Um Sopranos star uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler is set to star as Disney's first Jewish princess. According to Page Six, the character, whose name and image haven't been announced yet, will guest star on the third season of Alina of Avalor. Uh, the hit children's TV show is about a teenage royal princess and her adventures in monarch- monarchy. And Sigler tweeted, I'm so excited to voice Disney's first Jewish princess. So, I don't know.
3: Is it is it tongue-in-cheek? Because a lot of times you'd say, you know, yeah, Jewish, Jewish princess. princess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have no idea. It All doesn't right.
1: sound like it. So, we'll see. Uh, let's see. I have a couple more things. I know we're getting near time to wrap this up. Uh, Jennifer Garner has released another hilarious post-dentist visit video. I guess she's done ones before. It's. I, uh, I would say it's not oh, hilarious. Man. It's adorable. Uh, Garner is, tried reciting a classic tongue twister after getting a small procedure done. Uh, she had captioned the video. It's just a small procedure, he said, not even a cavity, he said, adding the hashtags <laughs> num-num, sun-num and nummy num num uh, with a couple of emojis. So, we're like I'm looking at the video of her. Okay. It looks really funny. It looks like Bill that day he came in in case you tried to get <laughs> yeah. him to make some noises which was hilarious.
3: With the uh d- the hanging lip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just yeah. a smile. <laughs> There's something
2: really funny. What is that though? Because like I just had um a cavity filled, and I didn't get like that.
5: Really, you had a, a cavity? cavity? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I
2: know. I was so disappointed. How the, the hell did that happen,
5: I dude? Know. You didn't tell us either.
2: Yeah. No, I was, so, and I was like such a baby when you I went. Sh- like I was sweating, and so well, they in have her- to
5: give you a shot in your
1: mouth. In I your mouth. Ma-
2: I told her I was like, I cannot see that. I'm by myself, and I have to drive home. Like if I see what you're doing to yeah. my mouth, I'm wow. gonna. And she was like, okay, and she like, I, sh-. I you know. I eyes? listen. It was like it was a cavity. Like it wasn't, I wasn't having a root canal or anything. And I could tell she was like this girl, like, is she seriously this nervous over a cavity? I
3: got to go straight from here to my Botox. And when Um, I was
2: done, I was like, I did it. More cavities.
3: No, but I'm I had more
7: cavities. I was so god. happy I got
2: through it. You're proud of yourself. Uh, yeah, oh my god! And that drill, and then they do some other thing that I do not. I have another cavity from when I was a kid, yeah. and I don't remember this other part. And she's like, "You're going to feel a little vibration." I was like, "What?" Oh it was like god. sanding of the tooth <laughs> or something. Oh god, I don't know. It was
3: awful. Yeah, well, welcome to the
1: welcome yeah. to the party, pal.
3: Yeah. Well, but
2: anyway, my mouth didn't get that like droopy. I mean, I was certainly numb. But it didn't get like droopy, it's and I couldn't talk.
1: So they must have gone light on the novocaine with you.
2: Maybe if it's just a cavity that you don't get as much or something. On the novocaine, I
7: want to feel the <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't.
1: No, anytime I've gotten a cavity, it's the it's, whole it. side of your mouth is numb.
7: Yeah, All no, on numb. I, did,
3: I mean I it, go to Doctor Petula, and she. No, but you could shoot me in the face with a shotgun and I wouldn't feel anything.
4: You get the gas as well? No. I like the gas.
3: Yeah, I don't gas get the gas. Is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll do dental surgery on myself and I'll sit in the closed <laughs> garage with the car
5: running. That's yeah. <laughs> different. Yeah. That's the way
4: to do it.
1: So, anyhow, this video of her, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. She's so adorable. Um, Dennis Rodman has said that Madonna offered him $20 million to get her pregnant. Uh, no during, way. during a recent interview, this is Dennis Rodman, so <laughs> yeah, consider the it.
5: source. <laughs> Heavy stud fees there. Uh,
1: yeah. During a recent interview, he said, uh, she said, Dennis, you know that I'm and I, ovulating, and I said, what is that? He said, I was trying to <laughs> F with her. Yeah. Uh, and then he said, she asked me that if I got her pregnant, she'd pay me $20 million. That was if the baby was born.
3: I don't know what's going on when Dennis Rodman's... That's he's, ever, he's drunk. Yeah.
5: Yeah, he's he's drunk. Is he perpetually drunk? Uh, He's Uh, got a uh, terrible uh, drinking uh, problem. Oh man!
1: In that in that documentary when he went to uh, uh, North Korea, Korea. yeah, yeah, he gets absolutely bombed out of his mind, and he's just a
4: babbling idiot. And they understood him. You know who he's bizarrely friends with is uh, the guys in Pearl Jam. They love Dennis Rodman. He shows up at shows all the time. Yeah, and and, uh, Eddie and Jeff are both big NBA fans. Um, so uh, uh, it's an odd relationship and an odd friendship, but he hangs out with the guys in Pearl Jam a lot. I remember way back when we had
1: Ed Kowalczyk in the studio. This is at Y100. And, uh, it's when they were, you know, still really cranking it out. And he came by and he was wearing this big... Like blingy necklace, and we asked about. it, and He's like, "Yeah, Dennis Rodman gave me this." Whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so I guess he likes rock. Yeah,
3: music. he's a big rock fan. Yeah, yeah. well that's, that's
5: right. weird. Kim Jong Un hangs out with him. Oh he's, yeah, yeah, it's just a blast. Oh my god! And that documentary of him going yeah. over oh, there, yeah, and embarrassing yeah. himself, and yeah. yeah. Um, it's, but the, the he's um sure he's a physical specimen, but. Yeah, a good-looking guy. isn't He's he? not a
3: good-looking guy, no. but he
5: was, I don't know, he had this thing about him. I mean, you got to remember he was with Carmen Electra and Madonna and uh I'm just saying as far as procreation is concerned, is that the person you would, you know? I Geez. don't know.
3: Yeah. yeah. And then again, remember it's Madonna.
5: Yeah. Who at, at age 71 is wearing a gold grill in her mouth. Yep.
1: All right, um <laughs> it's Friday and there are new movies at the box office this weekend. So enough. it is my job uh, to tell you about them, but As I'm a not, journalist? I'm not doing it without the music intro. Thank you very much. We have to set this up properly.
7: <laughs>
1: Alright. We had an entire day, an entire morning about this film opening up today. Rambo, Last Blood, opens... Today
0: It is the opening day. <laughs> it They'll is. I want to be number
1: one at the box office. The- we'll see if you end up. It's very important from a uh, film perspective. There's a chance that it will be. It's an action film directed by Adrian uh, Adrian Grunberg. Uh, it stars Sylvester Stallone, obviously. That's right. And a bunch of people I don't know. Paz Vega, uh, Jessica Madsen.
3: Verp Derpa. Uh- <laughs>
1: Schmitz
5: Ranglar, <laughs> And Fangle hooven Verp Derpa? Yeah, from uh, Sweden have <laughs> like get Oh my god.
1: And uh Louis Mandela Mandaler.
5: Right, what you need to understand is uh I didn't need to pay them that.
1: Ah, that's why. So, here's what it's about. Rambo must confront his past in order to exact revenge in one final mission. Uh,
3: uh <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I'm really <laughs> excited for it. Oh, you think you will get out and see it? No, no. This will be one okay. um I might cuz I did see Rambo in the in the theaters. I waited I thought... a little bit to uh, let it breathe, but uh uh, I'd be fine if I caught it at home.
5: You know. I'm going to see this in the movie theater. I may even go see it tonight. Uh, I hope he doesn't die. I mean, they call it Last Blood.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up, Jimmy.
3: I It would be sad to take this guy. And, uh, you, you know, who, who knows? But uh, I don't know what we we're looking for, Casey. And I've, the, the critic from the New York uh, Post said it. I think that even the Daily News said it as well. Um, it's it, so incredibly violent. Yeah, Th- that's what you want. You know, okay. In a revenge movie, you want that.
1: You know what? He'll he'll probably Casey. They'll probably have him go out. He's just walking around his apartment. He trips and falls and hits his head on the yeah. uh, on the counter. Yeah, dies. Out, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. As opposed to <laughs> all of the stuff he went through throughout these movies. Yeah, I choked on a
5: whoopie pie. Yeah. Here's the deal. I'll watch it tonight, and then I'll let everybody know on Twitter whether or not he lives or dies. Yeah, okay. yeah, people <laughs> yeah. Why you do that? that? Yeah, yeah.
7: Uh, it's <laughs> an hour, hour and
1: 41 minutes long. So far, it has a 39% at Rotten Tomatoes. Here is the next movie opening. It is called Ad Astra. Now, this has a chance to be number one at the box office, too. Uh, drama, sci-fi, directed by James Gray. Uh, it stars Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones, Liv Tyler, Ruth Nega, Donald Sutherland, and Natasha Leone, just to name some of them. Uh, And it's about an astronaut, Roy McBride, as he goes to the depths of space to find his missing father and ensure Earth's survival. Rated PG-13, two hours, two minutes long, and has an 83%
4: score at Rotten Tomatoes. A little bit of an interstellar feel on this one. It really does. It's
3: exactly what I thought when I saw what they were doing. Now, apparently, it is uh, incredibly
1: uh, scientifically accurate. Okay, cool. And then the last movie opening? The Downton Abbey film, mm. uh, drama, uh, directed by Michael Engler, who was in our studio just a couple of days ago, along with several cast members, and there are a lot of people on this King list. And Queen are visit us. <laughs> so uh, let's make the place look nice. Yeah, so they're sprucing up the joint. Rambo sprucing up the Abbey. Who's uh, so up the Abbey?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Come in here, Theodore Abbey. See who's spruced up.
1: Spinning on us.
0: <laughs> Spitting on you. Calling us
7: servile. Yeah. <laughs> you no not know. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for you to visit.
1: It's over, John. It's over. No.
3: Nothing's over.
7: Yeah.
3: here <laughs> <laughs> here, coming down, Abby. Coming in, <laughs> in your carriages and your Victorian garb. Yeah. Making me feel underdressed.
7: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Not wearing bandanas. You're the only Nobody one wearing a
7: bandana. Yeah. Everyone has sleeves. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my! Everyone has sleeves. Uh, the Crawley family and their staff prepare for one of the biggest moments in Downton history: a visit from the King and Queen of England. <laughs> Uh, It is rated PG, two hours, two minutes long, and uh, it's an 81% at Rotten Tomatoes, so there you go. Your movie's at the box office this weekend. Uh, And now we do the clips. Clips. I almost said Ghostbusters, but it's Ghost Brothers. Haunted House Guest, a spinoff of Ghost Brothers. What? Premieres tonight on the Travel Channel. Uh, In this clip, Dalen Spratt. And Marcus Harvey, talk about uh, where the show has taken them. Here we go. Yeah.
4: This season is like my first time, or probably the majority of our first times, investigating in the, uh, like in the Northeast. So we hit Massachusetts, we hit New Hampshire. Right, for
8: sure. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of our cases are primarily in the South, Midwest. A lot of huntings <laughs> take place in the South. You have like, Louisiana, Texas, Mississippi, Alabama. A lot of crazy stuff happened around there. Ah, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Ghost Brothers Haunted House Guest uh, premieres tonight nine on uh, Travel Channel. I'm sorry, well, I'm I'm giggling. Some people were texting in asking for Mini Rambo or what we call them, Little R. Little, little R. R. Little yeah. R. Come over here, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Play Sly. the clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, can you play the, the clip you had the other day? Oh, it was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that was the uh, yeah. Yeah, that was the Little R. The, the sped up. Uh, yeah. Nothing is over. Clip. Um,
7: nothing is over.
1: Yeah. All right, you ready, Case? Yep. All right,
7: here we go. Nothing is over! <laughs> Nothing! You just don't turn it off! Eh,
1: that's a little R. All right, uh, we're ready for the next clip. <laughs> Inside Bill's Brain Decoding Bill Gates is a new Netflix docuseries hmm. that examines the mind of the tech visionary and billionaire. You know, he is a Mensa member. Uh, here, the Microsoft founder explains his motivation to begin his business in the first place.
5: Uh, Mostly I love software. Uh, I do remember at the private school I went to, there were other kids
3: whose families were better off. Like they had a Porsche or something, but it wasn't that that big of a deal. My thing was that I just loved doing software. I loved hiring people. And I was stunned when it ended up being so valuable. Hi, Grandma.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, The first two episodes of Inside Bill's Brain are now available on Netflix. That could be interesting. He judged wealth as to whether or not somebody had a porch? Yeah, I noticed that. They had a porch or something. Okay. Uh-huh. it's
3: like, uh, um, who who is uh, obsessed about uh, gardening? Oh,
5: Todd Todd Glass.
3: Todd Glass yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He, that was his thing. He, oh, right. Yeah. If it was nice. If your if you're, if,
5: you're, if your yard was taken care of yeah. and your lawn was mowed, he figured you were rich. We and, had that topic on the show.
4: Like, what did you yeah. consider? Yeah. Like, oh, fancy? fancy. Right. 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 Yeah. I, mean, I yeah, think Todd right. had a driveway envy, too.
3: Yeah. He actually <laughs> took some of his bar mitzvah money and paid for a uh, a, a gardening uh, company to come in and manicure the lawn.
5: He is. Um, it's in his book. Well, he he's a, he's a special breed. He is. And, uh, you know, he's OCD, admittedly yeah. so. And I found out that, like, what he'll do when he goes and performs at these comedy clubs, like when he goes to Helium, he basically steals things from his hotel room and brings them to the green room to kind of like dress them up a little bit. <laughs> but but right? then but that. he'll bring them back to the hotel. Or he'll actually go out to like Target. Yeah. And buy things just, you know, and if you've ever been at the Helium Green Room, it's not that big. It's oh, just, just bare bones. But but like he can't he can't perform under those conditions. <laughs> wow. And he has to go and like <laughs> And you know what is
2: he getting? I don't understand. Like it's
5: just like candles,
1: lights. It's like in, you know, you know, in the movie Best in Show. Yes. The, the gay couple they show up and they're hanging tapestries,
5: tapestries. up. Yes. Yeah. On their hotel room. We're walls. here for
1: one night.
3: One yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But he so,
5: also is not like such a diva where he's like, well, this has to be this way or I won't perform. No, no he just goes and does it himself. Right? Just makes
1: him feel better. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. All right. Listen, we've we've oh. gone. We've
4: stayed way too late. What? Apparently, Bill Gates said Porsche, like the car. Oh, oh. I
5: thought he said Porsche, too. Like, it like Porsche
4: to me. You want to hear it again? Yeah. Uh, mostly, I love software. Uh, I do remember at the private school I went to, there were other kids whose families were better off, like
3: they had a Porsche or something, but it wasn't that.
1: Uh, a Porsche. Porsche. Porsche yeah. I guess, but it sounds huh. like it Porsche. It does sound like Porsche. Porsche. like the hard CH as opposed to right. the SH sound.
4: Well, they're both nice.
7: Show <laughs> them here. Come around. They <laughs> have Porsches.
4: Yeah.
1: So, I had no idea that Rambo... <laughs> Hanging uh, out on the porch. Yeah, so. All right, we got to take a break. We right, have to. Yeah, it's already yeah, a quarter on. after seven, and we're just wrapping it. up the entertainment break. So uh, we'll come back in a little bit. We're going to have uh, Dan Soder in the studio this morning and more things. Get ready. Money Shark 2 cash giving away. We'll be right back.
9: More new music. Another huge Philly concert event. Get ready for Green Day. Mm. we And Fall Out Boy, the Hella Mega Tour 2020. Saturday, August 29th at Citizens Bank Park. Almost a year away, but hella worth the wait. Join us for a night on the diamond under the stars. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Get details now at WMMR.com, including a concert pre-sale and the skinny on the new music from each band. Green Day. Weezer. Fall Out Boy, August 29th, 2020, at the ballpark from 93.3 WMMR. Everything
1: that rocks. I want to take a moment and thank uh, Harris Casino, Harris of Philadelphia, for uh, helping us host a great party last night. It was so much fun. Uh, we did the Zeta Eta to Pi sorority party, but it was Kathy's Bitch Box event. And uh, they set us up with a fantastic room, decorated wonderfully. The stage was perfect for the 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 fashion show that we were doing the food was great. The bartenders were all really cool. All the vendors that were there for the, that contributed to the yeah. bitch box,
2: it went perfect. It was great. Everybody yeah. was so happy. For I, People kept coming up to me saying, thank you for doing this. This is so much fun. There was a woman that came up and she goes, me and my friend have been trying to get together through the entire summer, and we haven't been able to. And this was like their event to go to together. And she won tickets yesterday. She had perfect. been trying, yeah, for the past two weeks to get tickets. That's great. So, and the vendors were happy with everything. And Harris was great. Once again, they made the room look so nice those
3: balloon arrangements they had the uh i love those they a pie letters spelled out in a balloon right
2: i don't know why but like yeah. it's just these balloons made yeah. it look so great yep. um and thanks to pancake he came out and dj uh the party and the fashion show and i just want to say um thank you I, I went through all of the thank yous last night and i had a piece of paper and i was reading and i skipped over one person and i was talking oh. to her later in the night uh it was one of the girls that supplied the jewelry and as i was talking to her i'm looking at her necklace and i'm thinking when I was on stage, I didn't say her name. She <laughs> she was literally in the middle of her sentence and I was like, did I skip you? And she goes, what? I'm like, when I was on stage, did I skip you? And she goes, yeah, but don't worry about it. So I want to say thank you to, uh, B Ross. It's be is her website. She does all, <clears throat> excuse me, Philly inspired jewelry. Um, I found her through Marissa. Marissa loves her stuff and that's why, um, she contributed to the bitch box. So, um, thank you so much to her and, and all of the other vendors that came out and Renee James boutique that did the fashion show. So yeah. the
3: feedback was that the boxes, uh, the bitch boxes were stuffed with stuff. People were thrilled with how much stuff they got. Plus they got booze, if you want to tell them what they, they
2: got. They so they got a full bottle of stateside vodka, which um had, They're awesome. a, had an etching on the side that said uh Kathy Romano's bitch box and then the Preston and Steve logo, which was yeah. awesome. They
1: etched them onto the side of the bottle. So
2: and listen, like not kidding, it's a limited time exclusive bottle. So yeah. if you got one last night, keep even if you drink it, keep the bottle. Yep.
1: Mm. Yep, most definitely. Uh and also, when we did the induction into the sorority. Oh, my God. So I go around and, and paddle. We have, we have an official paddle. As per any induction, right? right? So so we, uh, we, we recite the vows, and then we go around, and, and we just give a, a – we spank your butt one time. And I uh, uh, allow you to elect the severity of which – oh, my God, look at this video. The severity of which you prefer the spank. <laughs> and you can do, you know, light. Medium or hard? Yeah, the overwhelming majority of women wanted a hard hit, and I mean, I swing that thing. We could hear it in a loud oh room. Oh, God. it was
2: like yeah, the the sound it was making mm-hmm.
1: one one of them echoed. i yeah. mean like,
4: it was, dude, yeah. I was on the other side of the hall, yeah. and I could, and I, you know, occasionally <laughs> you you would be talking, and then all of a sudden you do this loud, yeah, like, and I was like, holy crap, these women are taking it hard. I, I, I would know. say
3: at least half, if not. Fifty-five, sixty percent
1: of them went for
4: I think more than half.
1: They asked for a hard Um, spank. Why? Why, why? You know what? It's exciting.
3: And they're going to be part of this. uh, They they wanted to mean something, this uh, this sorority that they've joined, the best sorority in the world.
1: And I think women's tolerance for pain is (laughs) is way up there. A lot of women are, and some some kind of find it exciting and titillating.
5: (laughs) But I've seen videos. Where it, you know a, a smack happens in the hiney, and I, I don't understand it. I really, I but like it's not your thing. Are you it's talking it,
1: about in the middle of sex?
5: Yes. Okay. Um, and
2: smack in the hiney.
5: Well, <laughs> is it is it an enjoyable? Because for I me, it's not smack enjoyable. Hiney. Yeah, for me, it's not enjoyable to get because to, I've been paddled. You know, I'm in a fraternity, and I got paddled three times, very hard. Did not like the first one, the second one, or the third one, uh, and I just don't. I know. They they didn't have to get this. The know, what they opted to. I know. they wanted. So yeah, yeah that's cool. You...
1: But but you're curious about
5: spanking during sex. But just sp- you know, just spanking in general. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Your thing uh, is it's it... being um, is spitting, right? Oh no, <laughs> god, no, no. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Do you know who used to be into that? Uh, uh I'll say the word. um, Spitting? Spitting or spanking? Uh, Spitting. Barbara Streisand. (laughs) And she was with a movie producer, the guy. (laughs) Yeah. And they both, they they would, and they talked about it in an interview. They like spitting on each other during sex. Mm. Okie dokie. It's Barbara Streisand. The way we were, Barbara Streisand.
2: Those cookies last night were good, weren't they, guys? Oh,
1: my God. Oh, you want to switch? You want to change gears? You want to talk about you ever else? spit on cookies? Yeah. No. So, uh, Carney's,
3: right? Carney's oh, cookies. Man. So, yeah. the girl who Oof. runs it is just gorgeous, A. The Dana. woman, and she's wonderful. I, I, how do you hang around cookies that much and, and look like that? And look like that. But she, super nice. They were they were going, and then the the other the the, the bites the um yummy bites yummy bites. Now that that gal's in shape. Yes, yeah. she is. She's, so she's people, a fitness
1: gal, right? Doing the
3: food.
2: Yeah, she clearly eats yummy bites and not cookies. Yeah, <laughs> right. right.
3: <laughs> but everyone was, and they brought bags to collect up all the uh, the samples and stuff. And honestly, if you can. Support those uh, those businesses because they're really cool to come yeah. down and, and and give out all that stuff and participate.
2: Yeah, the majority of them are all local businesses. Like the woman that did the fashion show, so she's a full time nurse and she runs this little boutique just like for long weekends. So she's basically she's constantly working. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there so they're all ninety uh, percent of them were um, you know locally owned uh, businesses. So yeah, it's uh, there the. Um, the blog is still up on PrestonAndSteve.com, and it has a list of all of the items. There's pictures for all of them, why I chose them. Uh, Marissa helped me do it. She did a great job. So um, if you get a chance, you want to find out more about the Bitch Box, if you didn't come last night, um, you can you can find it online.
1: Do you think we could get enough for – because, listen, we, so many people want to go to this. I yeah, mean, and we I do, know. How many people do we have? 200. Uh, 200.
2: All, all 200 boxes are gone. Yeah, they're gone. Gone. Uh, Not one You think one we could left. do
1: 500 next year? <laughs> Oh my you God. Don't, Do you well, think that 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 the thing is are the sponsors going to offer that much? Merchandise—that's a lot. And
2: if we did do that, we need somewhere else to store everything. <laughs> and, yeah, and
1: not our boxes. office.
3: Yeah, we need
2: like a conga line where it would just be—you know where e- we can lay out the boxes and be easier to to mm-hmm. pack. Listen,
3: box. this can—this is honestly because we do uh, the whole idea was initially we—you know—wanted to make sure that because we 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 are so thrilled that we have so many women who listen to us in the morning and it means a lot. And we do some things like the calendar and you know the, maybe more guy oriented. And so this is, this is a, a great event. so if we can grow this in that way, that'd be fantastic.
2: Yeah. And Steve and I were talking last night. We, we had a few ideas of how we could grow it. So um, hopefully next year uh, it will be a little bit bigger. Um, and just one more quick thing. If you do go to the website, you check out that blog on PrestonAndSteve.com. Some of the vendors that were there last night are still offering deals like discounts. Hey Honey is, um, uh, B. Ross is. There's a couple of others. Uh, Wim Jewelry. They're still offering discounts. And oh, Marinella Jewelry. She knows me so well. for. Shipping, she said. So, there there's there's different coupon codes on this blog. You can grab them if you want to do some shopping. It
4: is funny though, Kath, because people around the office will say, "Hey, can, maybe I can I, you know, I know. get a box." No, there are no. literally
2: get dead. out of here. Yeah. I know, and I, I feel Rambo so- come out, of
7: out of here
4: asking for a bitch box, <laughs> <Spin on> us! <laughs>
3: just
10: like Barbara Streisand. <laughs>
2: I know and I feel so bad. I wanna give you know, I wanna I know. give to to the people but they there is not one I don't even have one left. I know,
1: <laughs> I know. All right, but anyhow it was a great success last night and, and Harris, by the way, they wanted me to come up and check out their top golf uh, setup but my shoulder. I'm not swinging a golf club for the rest of this I'm season, thinking so. of doing it the way because
3: yeah. listen, if you, I'd rather do that where not a lot of people are looking at me.
1: Yes, yes, and than give go it out a on a shot. golf course. Yeah. Uh but anyhow, they have a they have a lot of stuff there too. So thank you to uh to everybody involved. It was a great time. It was
7: fun.
2: Oh, yeah. and you know what? I'm sorry, real quick. Um Christopher Kerr's photography, he's working on the photos. He was there last night, so we'll put when we okay. get all of those photos in, we'll put them up. There'll be a whole gallery of our party last night.
1: Oh and Nick, do you want to thank them for your jazzy Scooter last <laughs> night? Kerr is this
4: awesome. That's <laughs> so nice. <laughs> The, but they, they set it aside for me. They took it from an eighty five year old woman. Right, you know of she didn't but really needed. need it. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, but, yeah, he didn't. Even Nick struggled when they put the pillow over her face. Thanks, yeah. Nick, mm. did anybody notice? I was the only one on stage, but Nick actually rammed it into the stage. I, 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 I heard
2: you just, the, yeah. I felt the stage shake.
4: I tried to take that turn a little too hard. Yep. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. But they, it was really nice cruising around in a scooter again. Ooh. I enjoyed that. I look forward to old age. Nice. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyhow, uh,
1: next time we'll, we'll try to make it even. We'll, we'll see if we can do more invites. Yeah. We'll have to see about it, but we'd love to for you to be there you guys ever heard of something called cuffing season yes it's uh like we were talking about cucking before <laughs> yeah it's the same thing no i've never heard of cuffing i have not heard season. of cuffing. what is this it's a relationship thing oh my so god cuffing season is when it gets chilly outside and you want to begin a relationship so you have someone to snuggle with
4: oh okay oh you <clears throat> for the express reason because it's chilly out, do you uh, want to cuddle yeah, with somebody? Yeah, exactly. and this is the
3: most superficial. Come on, buy a sweater.
1: Yeah, <laughs> these these names you pathetic are, are ridiculous. Cuffing now, now, there's one called fielding season. Because it says this article, you want someone to do your lawn. This article starts with you've likely already heard of cuffing season, no. but have you ever heard of fielding season? Apparently, it's the opposite of cuffing season. Uh, an Urban Dictionary says it officially begins in late May and ends sometime in September. During Cuff- this time people like to keep it cool and play the field
2: well okay so i we just had this conversation so i've got two friends one of them recently became single and she met this guy at the shore this summer and is it she, the slut she, no no it's not the slut oh. um and she was like really into him and my other friend was like look knock it off he is not going to date you right now it is the summer wait until september and get back in touch with him in september all
3: right i see the dynamic that now, I, now I, okay because of this you're, you're you want the freedom of the summer but as you yep. get into colder weather Rather the likelihood that you want to be out and playing the field is diminished. You want somebody to do holiday stuff with. Right to so like
2: hang out with. I gotcha. You you. Okay. You're not out as And I think it's also like shore versus, you know, back in Philadelphia where they're at the shore, everybody's partying, they're they're out and about, and she was just like, Look, he's not gonna like settle down right now.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, it says uh, cuffing season uh, is widely considered to begin in October.
3: Rabbit season, no. Duck season, cuffing season, <laughs> cuffing season. Rabbit, season. rabbit season, duck season, <laughs> cuffing season.
1: Uh, as far as field season being a real thing, previous research has shown that people are more likely to go on dates in the summer. Well, mm. we also have heard, and as these things go, I, I when I was dating,
3: I, I never, you know, I, I didn't notice trends like this. No, I but didn't. But I know either. that. Like, after the holidays, a lot of people break up. Uh-huh. These or, slu- before, or before, so they, don't have to buy presents. so they don't have to buy presents. There are all these different <laughs> benchmarks yeah. in relationships that occur
1: that uh, I I haven't had to worry about for decades. Here, I'm going to go to a uh, caller. I have Cody on the line. Hi, Cody. Hey, guys.
6: don't worry. Go. What's up, man? Hey, so I just wanted to, like, kind of like put in there that cuffing season is more for, like, if you're alone for the holidays and I'm alone, like, let's both be alone together. It's like, Okay. Not necessarily the cuddling. It's more like, you know, let's spend Thanksgiving together.
7: Let's spend Christmas. You're,
1: together. you're so you're you're surrounded by so many other couples. Yeah. That you're just like, hey, look at you and me. We don't have anybody. Let's just be together for now. It's like cucking season, as I said earlier. Yeah, and you exactly sit in the corner and watch. <laughs> watch this. <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm gonna have my way with your wife. You see this? Uh, yeah. You couldn't <laughs> do this. <laughs> Thanks, Cody. Appreciate <laughs> no it. <problem>. Um, <laughs> You've had friends with benefits, yes. Uh, that's what this seems yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Like a uh, let's keep it casual. Yeah. Were you able to maintain that casualness?
1: Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. It
3: could be problematic if if one party begins to.
2: That's the problem. Yeah. It rarely stays casual because one party is not going. Throws to... off the dynamic. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it it's a it's complex. It's not uh you you're talking about the friends with benefits thing? Yeah. yeah. It, the it, cucking thing. It, it, yeah. <laughs> I want to play. It can be complex and and uh is, and and even I remember the person that I that I did have as friends with benefits, it was never really even discussed, really. It just kind of we both was. kind of just knew,
3: you know? I had a I had a situation, I've had it where I had um uh, there was a girl, and we were we were straight up about what it was from the beginning. But it started to morph with her yeah. uh, into wanting more. And I and I I, I you know in the most um, delicate and I hope respectful way, I just it, it's probably better that we not hang out because right. it will only exacerbate the issue. And and I think I played that right because. Uh, later on, she was in a relationship that went asunder, yeah. and she went loony. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that can happen. Yeah. Absolutely. That, I did have a, a guaranteed booty call, and it was clearly told to me. That's, that's it. Anytime.
5: Yeah. Really? Anytime, yeah. anytime you, you want. want. Yeah, well, I was that's like, a, really? Anytime you want. That's
1: nice of you. Aww. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Listen, Let's I football. want you to know anytime you want,
3: <laughs> except at 2 o'clock, because that's when I eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> listen, you got to take what she can get. No,
3: listen, it's as long as there's still blood hitting all the. Yeah, oh just my as god. long as it's warm. Yeah, yeah, oh my god. You just. <laughs> yeah, Preston, you t- just take a meat thermometer with you.
7: <laughs> wow.
3: Sorry, Maude, a... I have to check.
7: Yeah,
1: that's oh, good. Oh my. God. That's awful. He ruins everything. Wow. I know. God bless him.
5: Does that feel good? (laughs) Here, let me take my teeth out. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Let me go to. Yeah, go to something. Make it extra snappy. (laughs) (laughs) What? Am I out of my mind? Because yeah. I wouldn't want a woman to take her teeth out. Okay, no, I think of. that's. Yeah.
0: I made an extra sloppy noise. <laughs> I know how you kids like I'm sloppy.
1: Any time. Yeah. had that on. Oh God, Jake's on the phone. I'm gonna go to him. Hey, Jake. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. It's no problem, man. What's up? So, um, cuffing season, I know a guy about 10 years now, and in June, whatever girl he's with, he cuts it off. He plays the field all summer long, but then in September, it's like his mission, and and he has to find
6: a chick by by, um, Halloween. And if anyone will do, he doesn't care, but he has to have that chick for the winter. I don't understand it.
5: How old is
1: this guy? How old is he?
5: He's about, I guess, Uh, 40-ish. You would think that would be
1: past
3: that. Yeah. I, I would say this, and 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 uh, with uh, your your situation, your friend Jake, is that um, it's okay to do that if you are upfront about it. You know, oh, with saying? the person that you're. Yes, uh, yeah. You know, that you're a, up a, with. As you start to do it, yeah, especially so if you have a game plan, right. be be honest,
5: and then then I mean, he, does he, he
6: prepares he? too? Like it's it's like he buys new clothes. It's crazy. Like he prepares like a like a deer hunt. I swear. That's how really is. is he <laughs> handsome? Is he a good looking guy? Yeah, I mean he's in shape, like like he works out and all. But but uh, it's just it's crazy the obsession he gets with with finding a new woman for for you know the, the winter, but the
1: season. Wow,
3: has he ever had a long term relationship? I think like two years might
4: be the most. And right. what? When does it end? How long do they last? Uh, typically
2: until like like during rabbit
3: season.
4: Yeah, what? exactly. Yeah. No,
2: till uh, like till summertime, right? Yeah, around May and uh, maybe in June, but then... are not. It's that summer thing. Often.
5: Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. And he never goes back for the same kill? No, no. It's always something new. He lives
6: in New York, so, I mean, there's like a million people. He's but... like
1: Ed Gein-Preston. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually hangs him up. In the... yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nasty. I made venison for you. Thank you, uh, Jake. Appreciate it. Uh, well, I guess this has been around for a while. That guy's been doing it for ages. Uh, let me, all right, so we're talking friends with benefits. I'm going to go to Ben. Hey, Ben, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, how
6: you guys doing? You guys rock.
1: Thanks, man. What's up, Ben?
6: Hey, I was... In. I, I uh, actually had a uh, friends with benefits that went well. You guys are talking, you know. It's, it is hard to maintain, yeah. but if you set rules, it can work. Mine worked for two
7: years.
1: Wow! All right. And, and while this was going on, were you also were you in a committed relationship with someone else, or were you just kind of dating here and there?
6: It was almost like the <laughs> the friends with benefits was kind of a committed relationship. Like huh. we both. It was when we were in college, so we both had other things going on at college, but we would come home and we were home at the same time. And okay.
7: It, it yeah. I had
3: that for, for a brief period where it was, it was kind of, it was the relationship, but it was, we both knew it would not
5: yeah.
3: go. It, it was not, we were not,
5: the people for each other. Yeah, you both like, knew. When yeah. I met my wife, I knew. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, got it. Here. Yes. I think rule number one of said uh, relationship, uh, uh, friends of benefits, is no cuddling. I swear to God, I'm like not, not oh, even yeah. joking. Like when when the, like when you the act, do
2: it and then somebody's got to go.
5: When the act is over, no, you don't necessarily have to go, but you can't lay there in in, in each other's. You know, linger in your loveliness. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey, let, let me go get a towel, and then let's talk. That was
7: wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I mean, just be- want to stay here and
1: be with you. Twirl your hair and, twirl your hair and yeah. sing a song. Uh huh.
2: I had a friend that's who it. knew that. That's what she was like she she was the um it wasn't even friends with benefits they weren't even friends like she just straight up knew she had she, a no she was yeah. the booty call well, you know so is, he, is this though? the one that this isn't the slut
1: okay no no oh. not
2: that oh
1: the the football player
2: uh oh no that no that was a whole different story let's not talk about that okay, uh, no, sure. but he was that's
1: a great story know, it be. is a great but story i
2: love her she's call so sweet it, call it yeah. what it
5: is he Why was I the he so was been... the booty call as well Kath.
2: No, he would no, call he was, her. He was yeah. involved.
3: So so you know what, Preston, that song, I Can't Make You Love Me If You Won't, that your yeah. your sister goes, Yeah. Nuts whore. Yeah. that's that song. But, that's I mean, basically but it. She,
2: what I was going to say was that she she knew what it was. He would call. We would be yeah. sitting at a party. It was in college. We'd be sitting at a party, and she'd be like, "Oh, it's so and so," and we're like, "Are you really going to go? Like, you're going to leave? We're hanging out. It, it's early," and she's like, "No, nah, I'm going to go. I'll be back in a little while." Yeah. Like, it just it it is what it is. I
6: can't help it. It's like a moth to flame. <laughs> uh, I got to go. <laughs> but
5: was it was it the sex? She enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah. 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 Clearly, that's yeah, all right.
5: No. That's I, what I'm saying. I mean, even though she's taking the call, I mean it's sort of he's the booty call as well. You know, she's just No, he the, no the, he's I going,
2: I understand. Yeah. Even though
5: she's taking the call, I mean the relationship what I'm saying here is Like is, she
2: didn't want anything out of it either, is yeah. that what I mean? Yeah. 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 So don't, But don't, neither of them were really attached to each other. Yeah.
4: They were F buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I yeah. did have to go with her a few times to get things that she forgot at his house. Oh. You're the
5: cook. Oh. Like underpants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Sit in the corner you, and watch.
2: How do you forget Or underwear. her favorite bra. It was her favorite one.
5: Her favorite one.
2: <laughs> yeah, she couldn't leave it there. No.
1: Mm-hmm. It's her lucky bra. Interesting. <laughs> Sign right. this.
2: Wait, and he used to put it in, like, a plastic bag, and it'd be, like, hanging on a store.
1: Really?
3: <laughs> yeah. What?
2: If he wasn't going to be there when we went by. Yeah. Oh,
3: you got it's the... like the, the way Batman prepares to go out, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the You know, if they do the, the quick montage, the the, 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 the bra being clasped. <laughs> yeah, Yep. Yeah. Wow, interesting. <laughs> All right, uh, apparently, uh, cuffing season is beginning soon. To be honest, I thought it was something more revolting.
3: But yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but cuffing right, is a little bit more kind of. benign. Yeah. I
4: think it's going to be too warm this week, this weekend for, for cuffing <laughs> it season. It will, yeah. But yeah. It's going to
3: throw off the whole mating process. Yeah. But cucking.
4: Right, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, yes. Yes. There's always
3: yeah. room for cuffing, mm. uh, cucking, as uh, Bill Cosby used to yeah, That's right. There's
0: always time for cucking,
3: <laughs>
1: as long as there's benadryl. Yep. All right. Uh, we have to take a break. And as we are taking a break, I'm going to give away some uh, turkey bacon. Turkey. Uh, our friends from God Schultz are here, and they've uh, cooked up a bunch of food, and we are going to serve it up for our uh, in-studio guests. We have uh, a six-pack of coupons good for six full-size packages of God Schultz turkey bacon. And we'll take caller number 10 at 215-263-WMMR. Look for God Schultz in new, easy-to-read packaging in stores now. New packaging makes it easy to see their turkey bacon has 80% less fat than pork and the same great wood-smoked taste. So give us a call right now. We're going to take a break, come back in a little bit. Dan Soder's going to be here in a while. Money Shark, Bizarre File, that stuff
0: is up next. The President Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 93.3 WMMR, Philadelphia. A Beasley
9: Media Group Station. MMR's Money Shark. M-M-R.
0: Let's do this. Let's give you a thousand
1: dollars. And remember, you uh, you can't win if you don't play. If you don't play, you can't win. Blah blah blah. You know the yeah, yeah, right yeah. saying, but it's true. You need to enter in order to win. So I'm gonna tell you how you can do it three different ways. This hour's keyword, by the way, in the Money Shark Nationwide contest is bite. B-I-T-E. Like I'm gonna take a bite out of you. All right, you have until 815 to enter it via text. Here's one of the three ways to do it. Via text at our special. Contest short code number 45911. So you text the word bite over there. Now, if you want to enter to win the possible grand prize of $10,000 as well as $1,000 today, enter via your MMR mobile app, which is free, mind you. And also the contest page at WMMR.com can get you entered for the $10,000 grand prize. But again, the word is bite, and we're going to call you if you're randomly selected. And you win $1,000. How about that? Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Good luck from Horizon Services and It's BITE, B-I-T-E.
0: Let's do the B-File. No.
7: WMMR
0: presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre
1: And this morning, our B-File is brought to you by Robbins Diamonds in tax-free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases. And absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly Robbins, Delaware, Diamonds. Uh, We'll start with this one. A strange story. A man got punched repeatedly after declining a passers-by wee hours offer to take a swig from a bottle of his booze. So he got punched in the face? Yeah, so here's the deal. About 1 a.m. Friday, a 39-year-old resident was smoking a cigarette on his front porch. A man on foot approached with a bottle of alcohol and told him to drink it. The resident refused and instead directed the stranger to leave. The interloper punched the resident repeatedly before walking off. Now, that wasn't all that this guy got up to. So two witnesses corroborated the victim's account. One of the witnesses said that he had seen the stranger minutes earlier on the same street making very strange movements with his body. (laughs) Like helicopters? Uh, Maybe. So the stranger stranger also insisted that the two have a dance-off. (laughs) <laughs> but the witness declined. As deputies looked for the attacker, another man encountered the stranger who attempted to dance with him before doing somersaults and rubbing mud on his own face.
0: Rag him, rag him, <laughs> yeah. rag him, 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 him.
1: The stranger rag rag. also uh, tried to trigger a fight by repeatedly urging, "Let's spar! Come on, man!" I like to dance off. The two eventually ended up fighting before deputies broke them up. And when the stranger resisted deputies' effort to handcuff him, he was driven to the ground by a deputy. A deputy ordered him to stay down, but the stranger kept trying to rise up to his feet, repeatedly claiming, I'm programmed to get up. <laughs> they eventually handcuffed him. It was a 29-year-old man and transported him to the county jail, and he was booked on some uh, misdemeanor charges. So. There might be some, uh, some mental issues there. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Not unless
3: he's really an accomplished dancer.
1: A 41-year-old United Kingdom man is getting very candid about an experience that nearly cost him his manhood. Elliot Rossiter of Bristol, England, said that he was visiting friends in France when he suddenly developed an erection, but he was not aroused at the time. He said, we all just sat around and it just came on and I tried to get rid of it, but I couldn't. And uh, he said, it oh was- my God, these are great appetizers he said it w- it wasn't <laughs> sexual in any way and I wasn't feeling aroused after nineteen hours with no relief a 19 hour boner <laughs> yeah a friend took him to a local clinic his penis was injected with anti-inflammatory and steroid medications but Rossiter remained rigid he said I could barely walk I was doubled over in pain. Oh. He said it was absolute agony. Fortunately for you, we have our leading tallywhacker man on duty. He said. Oh, he's got a boner. <laughs> that was the uh, assessment early. Uh, he said, I was terrified. Uh, I thought it would never go away. I've never experienced anything like it. It was bigger than usual mm. and wouldn't stop throbbing. So far, there's a lot of checks in the positive column. Well, yeah. no, but except for the pain thing. The He's, pain thing is the bad part. He said I couldn't let any clothes touch it. That's how painful oh, it was. Wow. Yeah, you have yeah. a
9: massive erection. He
1: was in rush to a local <laughs> hospital, and doctors there diagnosed him went and diagnosed him with priapism, which of course we've heard of. <laughs> he required surgery to alleviate the condition. They basically said uh, he, he said they basically said my penis would die. If I didn't have an operation, come on, live uh, the blood had just collected and it wasn't draining away. I was very scared. If left untreated, penile tissue can be seriously damaged or even destroyed. Did they use the paddles on it? They had to drain the blood inside uh, the surgery was successful, though Rossiter was left with two small scars. As a result, his manhood was saved. Uh, there are three main types of priapism uh, ischemic, recurrent and non ischemic and most cases and are party or ischemic. <laughs> which occurs when blood is not able to leave. And the causes of that may vary, but certain medications such as antidepressants, blood thinners, medications used uh, to treat uh, anti-deficit hyperactivity disorder, and those used to treat erectile dysfunction, among others, can lead to it. And illicit drugs such as cocaine and ecstasy can also cause it.
3: Uh, When they drain the blood, do they uh, (coughs) reintroduce it back into the body or do they just
1: extract it? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, apparently Roster had developed the, at the time this happened, he was overcoming an addiction to pain medications that he had first started using following a skiing accident. So oh. it may be that, but they're not hundred percent sure, but it was nasty. Oof. That sounds excruciating. A Delta airlines pilot had to make a rapid controlled descent of nearly 30,000 feet after getting an alarm on an Atlanta flight, Jeez. uh, that while flying to Fort Lauderdale Wednesday night, uh, what happened was that, uh, pl- the pilots learned excuse me, of a depressurization issue. So the seconds
3: are critical, right?
1: So they deployed the oxygen masks for the passengers, and then they made the controlled descent, which had to have terrified the the people because even though it's controlled, they go down really, really fast. Uh, So it was diverted to Tampa where they landed safely. Passengers described panic as they grabbed for the oxygen masks. Uh, One of the passengers, Harris uh, Dewaskin, said one of the flight attendants, uh, grabbed the intercom and was repeatedly over the intercom saying, do not panic, do not panic. But obviously, it's a hectic moment. So, Don't the, past-
7: panic! so-, Don't
1: panic! <laughs> so the passengers around me, a lot of people were hyperventilating, breathing really hard. Another passenger said he was so scared uh, by what was happening. He told his family, he loved him and hugged his son.
7: Don't oh. panic as you breathe through your oxygen masks as we plummet towards the air.
1: Uh, so Delta said the aircraft is being evaluated by maintenance technicians, uh, to see exactly what uh, the issue was. I apologize is. for that little situation. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope everyone's doing fine back there and we know you could have selected a
3: number of different airlines today. We appreciate you choosing us. Don't panic.
1: Don't panic. All right. And if anyone needs to wash out their pants, <laughs> the laboratories are now open. All right. And then, uh, one more quick story. Uh, dryer lint drier lint from across the united states uh is to be gathered or was set to be gathered in a ball yesterday in farmington hills minnesota (laughs) in an attempt to set a new world record i would like to be a part of that world record there's got
4: to be other stuff going on in minnesota the (laughs)
1: prospective new record holders had planned to celebrate by setting the lint on fire when they were done with it Well, that
4: seems like it's
1: uh, very uh, eco-friendly. is According to Dryer Vent Wizard. (laughs) Al Gore put this together. A dryer vent maintenance and repair franchise. Well, you know, it's dryer lint that causes a lot of house fires.
3: Yeah, my
2: friend's house burnt to the ground. They they said it came because uh, from the the lint in the dryer and that he didn't have um, yearly cleanings of the, the, you know, whatever you have to clean behind the dryer. Oh, I didn't
5: know you were supposed to do that. You're supposed to do it because it builds up and it can cause a fire situation. Mm -hmm. I will say. That uh, one of the simple pleasures in life is is pulling the lint off of the lint trap. Yeah, it's really like the laundry it.
3: room's version of cotton candy. Yeah,
5: we will save it sometimes and use it as a um,
1: as a kind of a primer for uh, our fire pit.
4: Oh, that's smart, uh, oh, really. To kind
1: of, yeah, to help get things. That's started, how yeah. easily it sets on fire. You need
4: a little yeah. Kindling. Yeah, yeah. 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 I have still- in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, I should have. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think of it. Well, many largest ball in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're into yeah. dryer lint. You're
0: the drier lint I'm the fire.
3: Get out of Rambo deck. Many, and
1: I use Cobra as well. Many largest uh, ball Guinness World Records have been set, but this would be the first largest ball of lint. Uh, to set an official record, the ball must weigh at least 99 pounds, but organizers expect it to weigh closer to 1,000 pounds. If successful, the lint record would join other largest ball feats, including the largest paper ball, which is 426 pounds. The largest ball of stickers is 231 pounds. largest ball of human hair is 167 pounds. And largest rubber band ball is over 9,000 pounds. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> These are but, all
4: American records, right?
1: By the way, I'm not sure. Uh, dryer and now
4: vent, on
3: to
1: curing poverty. Uh, dryer <laughs> Vent Wizard began collecting dryer lint in April from the company's 95 franchisees. Uh serving nine thousand communities across country. So they have access to loads of drier lint. And uh part of the You want Lint By the way, the record attempt is part of an effort to raise awareness about the dangers of drier fires. Okay. So see? So that's why that's a it. good thing then. Yep.
5: Hey, can I ask you a question? Um I just did. I'm gonna ask another one. Yes. Um is today the day that they were talking about storming Area fifty one? Yes, they were. Okay. This whole weekend. All
3: right. But that has now changed to it a party. Oh. like like like, yep. the, uh, like a like a burning man kind of thing yeah and
1: everything yeah, yeah. okay why you ask
5: well i just want, wanted to know if people were actually stupid enough to try to do that have you ever been near area 51 no. i have is it cool they you
3: don't see a lot okay. you see signs and you you can get nowhere near it's a desert it's a desert yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: and they and and they just keep you out that's so it you're not going to get it there's not not much to the see the same way pulse. if
3: you go to some businesses at night and they're closed it says keep out yeah <laughs> it's the yeah, same exactly. thing
1: all right Uh, We should take a break. Is uh, Dan here yet? Is he going to be here He should be here very, very shortly. All right. We have Dan Soder who's on the way. I want to remind you, you have like three more minutes to enter the word bite for a Money Shark contest. And you can text it to 45911 or you can enter it using the MMR mobile app or the contest page at WMMR.com. But just a couple minutes left and we'll call you if you are our randomly selected
6: winner. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Stream W anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
3: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast thank you kathy it's no secret we love having our
1: next guest on the show <laughs> he is here to play helium comedy club couple of shows tonight two tomorrow i think the early show is sold out tomorrow so heads up on that please welcome dan
10: so yeah. yeah. good to be back one love coming visit. back excellent man i love being in philadelphia do you yes i nice. do this is uh, one of my favorite places to do comedy that's why I did the hour special here for Comedy Central. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Love coming to film. You have a special coming up on uh, HBO? Yeah, we're recording it in October in New York. And, and it's then, uh, uh, to air
3: in December? Hopefully. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. We'll
10: yeah. Uh, I think right now they're, they're hoping to do it December 7th. Big J. Okerson's birthday. Yeah, nice. so let me ask
3: you, with uh, the with all the avenues to get yeah. your specials out on, HBO still has a special prestige be- to it, right? That
10: was the one. Yeah, that was the that's one still where, the one, yeah. That was the only thing I think... Um, that I, that I as you as you do comedy, I think you grow callous to stuff, and then stuff stops meaning as much. Right. But then uh, HBO is still HBO, and it was like you know I've I've known I've been doing the special for months, but it's still surreal. It's yeah. still surreal to be like, oh, yeah, i got to do an HBO Hour. <laughs> you still and then mean... every, I don't know, I, I mean, most comics, I'm this way, but I'm always like, I suck. Why did they do that? Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: and it, then
10: are uh, uh, like, now everyone's going to think I suck. And everyone's
3: uh, like, no, no, no. But, yeah. If you're not doing that, I think, I, I would rather right. be that way than think
6: I am awesome. Well,
10: th- those people don't tend to go far.
6: Right. Because <laughs> you see right, their
10: comedy yeah.
5: and you're like, oh, my God, this is what you think is funny? <laughs> right.
10: yeah. Do you ever like, perform back You're more showtime. Yeah. yeah, 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 showtime. <laughs>
5: do you perform Back at home at all? Yeah, Denver? Yeah. Yeah, in Colorado?
10: Uh, they have a great club, Comedy Works.
5: Yeah, so do you, um, I mean, you've been doing this a long time, but yeah. if you see your name on a marquee, especially at home, does that do anything for you? Well, or? Nothing. No? Not <laughs> Not only, a nothing. a I'll tell
10: you what <laughs> screws me up is uh, doing shows in Denver, and you just look in the crowd, and there's like, a kid you haven't seen since, like, ninth grade, you know? Yeah. And you're like, is that Mitch Clary? <laughs> and then you're just like, so dating's weird. Uh, is that Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> and you're, just, you're out the set coming
3: back, and you're like, and that's how, I'm, what the
7: <laughs> yeah, did you
3: like when you were when you were starting out because for the time that I that I did stand up the the uh hey we'll come down and see you it's like oh don't do that
10: yeah I had a weird thing where I think a lot of people when they start stand up everyone around them yeah. watches them suck so right. they stop caring and yeah. that's important for a comedian's growth to deaden whatever <laughs> tissue is around you so whatever whoever loves you it's like watches you and they're like ah and they do the same thing they go you did it yeah out there. That's <laughs>
9: the worst.
10: So yeah, there was like this weird yeah. stage where I, because I moved from de- uh, Denver when I was 18. I moved down to Tucson at the University of Arizona, and that's where I started comedy in Tucson. Right. So I sucked in Tucson, <laughs> and then I went and sucked for years in New York. Right. And so when I came back to Denver and did stand-up, I was kind of just mediocre to a lot of the people that are around me, and that hurt worse because <laughs> right. they're just kind of like, I laughed at some of the stuff. You're like, oh, right, I'm
5: headlining. You're like, I'm
10: headlining now. I have a half hour on Comedy Central. And just seeing your friends, they're like, I just think you're funny when we're hanging out. And you're like, shut up! Shut up. So they didn't get to watch me. How long suck. how long can you suck for yeah, yeah. as a comedian? Because I know a lot of people that have seemed... been sucking for over fifteen years. <laughs> right, right.
7: Uh, and, and, and you know Do you want
10: me to name names? They yeah. went after my boy Shane. I'll give up a lot of people. I'm willing to turn. There's a civil war brewing in comedy uh, really Dude, is.
1: I believe. Believe it, man. Yeah. I, I was I, I caught an interview with Bill Burr not that long ago. The best, the god, and and he was just going on about how brutal it can be in the club of comedians, not not a comedy club. I'm, I'm just talking the group of guys, well, with each other, and how cutthroat it can be. You guys can I, be brutal to each other. Oh yeah,
10: that's if you like each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you and like that's each other, it hurt. They someone can hit you on a level where you it, <laughs> it, you'll walk around with it for <laughs> weeks. Yeah, just something like the way you. Move your hand, and like, why do you move your hand like that? You're like, shut up, shut up. And then I'm in an airport in Detroit, and I move my hand. And I'm like, a son of a bitch, got yeah. to me, got, got me. to you. He's uh-huh. just climbed right in my head. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, that's a sign of a good friendship. Okay, if I don't, if I don't, wow. I always tell MCs like, if I don't make fun of you when you bring me on stage, I don't like you, and that's, wow. you know, that's not a good sign. If I can't, if I can't bust your balls,
5: and you and Jay uh, have a great friendship, yeah, bonfire, yeah. yeah, Monday through Thursday. So we we've known Jay for a little. Bit I think we met him before we met you. Yeah, I I, I love him, and in, in fact, I think I prefer his crowd work over anything else is- well
10: what you do is with I mean when you watch Jay he's the one of the funniest people in the world he's just like, like you like. i
5: pay the same compliment
3: to you yeah. there are people who are intrinsically funny and you guys are Thank and you. and that 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 ports to whatever you're
10: doing yeah but jay's just the guy where I mean I you know I do eight hours of radio with him and as you guys know that you do a lot of time and if you if you're not having fun it's, yeah. all, it's all all me. Time. <laughs> but we, every single week we've done the bonfire it just feels like oh wow well, we're done because Jay's Hilarious. And you see it with his crowd work right yeah. off the top of his head. He can ask a question, it'll lead to a story you never thought you were gonna hear from this yeah. person. Yeah. Like, this is hilarious. He's
1: but- he's been at events that we've we've hosted. He's been you know kind enough to be out, come out and contribute his time and yeah. we've seen him go out with no agenda at all, yeah, and, and kill. just kill
4: it, kill. Yeah. Just ask one it's, question. It's an unbelievable talent. You mentioned the Civil War. I follow a lot of comedians on Twitter, and it's sure. been a really interesting few weeks. And and uh, I think it kind of started. Well, I don't know where it started, but the Chappelle special and the Bill Burr special. Yeah, they couldn't get those two, so they got Shane. <laughs> <laughs> so, but those guys, Burr, Burr and Chappelle, are on such a level that they can kind of get away with it more than sure. somebody like Shane can. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. but it was. It's been very interesting to me, just as a social experiment, to see where comedians fall. What, what's funny? What's not funny? And all of these dictations as to like what comedy has become. I don't know what the answer is, but I'm I'm fascinated with the storyline. Follow the money. Follow the money.
10: Well, that's always what I was follow, that. always, always the case. Always follow the money. If someone is just straight up funny and they're getting paid to be funny, I bet they don't have a problem with Chappelle or Burr. Yeah, yeah. And then if someone's getting paid because they align themselves politically a certain way, I ah, follow the money.
3: Right, right. Uh,
10: well, I every also, every single person I've seen come out against those specials, I'm just like, I, I, know, I know how you get paid.
3: Well, you know, I saw them both, and they're they're sensational, and they they, they yeah. remind me of a time when and, and listen, whatever whatever the deal, you, you know, we, we, I get everyone's deal. It's it's fine, but in this case, it reminded me of the first time you heard somebody like like George Carlin, yeah. and go. And you're like, oh my God. Think, and every, you could see everybody start to, there would be nervous
10: laughter and then laughter. because That's, that's, that's the best. That's yeah. the best. And I think we're actually in a great place for comedy right now. Yeah. I think what you're going to see is you're going to start to see comedy piss people off, but not in a hacky late 80s way hmm. or like a shock way where people were like trying
3: to shock. But yeah. here's, the, here's the deal. And to that point, is that, as Chappelle makes the point during his special when he says, yeah. "You clicked on my face,
10: mother effort. Yeah, like you,
3: you, you actually came. To, you came here.
10: Yeah, we were, we've been waiting for this moment to boil up. We've yeah, been yeah. waiting. We've been waiting for like the customer service generation to <laughs> smash into like what comedy is, where it's like <laughs> I'm supposed to be satisfied. It's like no, no, you don't just get to choose how you right. digest. You can like a comedian. You can not like a comedian. There's don't a go to the shows risk. of the comedians you don't like and go to the com- shows you do. Comedy was too popular. Yeah. yeah. Comedy got way too popular, and as I said, I said it before, but comedy got gentrified. Yeah. A bunch of these people that weren't supposed to live in this neighborhood moved into this neighborhood, and now we're having a noisy-ass barbecue, and they're calling the police because we're having fun. You know, and that's just what it is. I and think, it's, we're going to keep having barbecues. Move think, out. You're I think not welcome. It, I think it might have come
3: from the fact that people, you know, you, you got, you remember during that comedy boom, that original comedy. Uh, yeah, the know, late they 80s. talk about HBO, which yeah. helped, helped usher that along. So you're sitting on your couch and you're able to fast forward and you're able and, and people still they'll go to a comedy club or a comedy show and think they have a remote in their hand. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't, <laughs> you know. It,
5: it's funny. My wife and I love stand up comedy. We yeah. we watch Netflix specials, HBO specials. Uh, I just watched the uh uh Gary Owen special on Showtime. Yeah. What's funny is, it, is and she knows what funny is, but she also has a certain flavor that she likes. Sure. She hates Big Jay Okerson. Yeah. Hates him, right? Because he had a joke about Diane? his dog. Uh, yes. Yeah, really. He, he had he oh, had about his daughter. He, he had an inappropriate joke about seeing his daughter naked.
10: I, I know exactly what you're <laughs> so, talking about, and, so, and it's so funny when he talks to a woman in the audience oh. when he starts talking about that, and then he goes, and goes "Do you have it?" Like a. 14-year-old girl, I just think the way he describes it.
5: But, like, uh, I said, you don't under, you don't understand. So she was like, I, I I don't like him, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and that's fine. But it yeah. doesn't mean my wife doesn't know what funny sure, is. Sure, 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 sure. That's just not her flavor. Well, right. She's yeah. not going to go write any letters about it, but the best thing I ever did is I got to tell Big J to his face that my wife doesn't like him. Yeah, that's so, not good. No, oh, my God, it was uh, great. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he doesn't care. Because I mean, we all do.
10: We're on stage every night yeah. begging for the affection of strangers oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. so when yeah. someone's like oh dude my wife does not like you you're like oh man or or, or I. I mean all I want to do is be like, I'm literally we get I'm, it. I'm thinking about calling the special needs approval yeah cause all I that's what every single comic is like that's what laughs are when I I, I just did Fringe Festival in Edinburgh in Scotland yeah that's huge it, it was huge it's, it's a long month UK audiences don't laugh like US audiences. Yeah, and I'll tell you this: I, I knew how much approval I needed in Scotland when a joke didn't work. And I'm like, "What? What is it? <laughs> or something just goes flat." And you're like, "Are you mad at me? <laughs> what <laughs>
3: is it? What is it about it?" And, and Fraser did an episode on it one time. There's really I love so Fraser. So you you get. <laughs> Everybody loves him. The show's number one. And the one oh, yeah. guy who runs the Winning news... Emmys.
10: Come after yeah. Fraser. Right. Come after Fraser Crane. <laughs> Say he doesn't have the hardware. That was Emmy award-winning writing for eight seasons. None of you were having tossed salad with scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but the go- one guy who runs the newsstand doesn't like
3: a show for some reason. Yeah. And so he freaks Fixated out. He it
10: freaks out. It really is kind of one of those things where. You, you, the the longer you go, like I heard Bill Burr once said you want 80-20. You want 80% of the audience to like you and 20% of the audience to not like you. That and seems that, like a good mix. It's kind of like a driving factor.
5: Right. Well, speaking of him, he did his special in England. Yeah. It, I thought I, that was an interesting
10: choice. Loved it. in Royal Albert Hall. It yeah. It was beautiful. It was directed by Mike Binder. Uh, it was unbelievable, man. Paper Tiger and Sticks and Stones. For a guy that is about to film a special, it was just like, I'm going to quit. And, I shouldn't do this.
3: Well, you know, you're a, hey, you're hilarious, Thank but, you. but does that, does, let me ask you from your point of view, cause you are hilarious and your stuff is great, but do you, do you have to sort of go into isolation before you go to do your stuff for fear of being in any way
10: influenced? Uh, I think it's more like, um, Michelle Wolf is a good friend of mine. Yeah. And she yeah. has a Netflix special coming out in December and she's editing hers. And she said it was tough to watch those specials while she was editing hers because you're watching Chappelle's finished product and then you're going in and looking at yours and right. adjusting it. And you're like, ah, <laughs> ah, nah, <laughs> I don't know, this <laughs> looks bad. And so right, I think I'm yeah. okay now. Uh, I'll be fine, but if I if I were editing, I think that would that would screw me up in my head. Just being like, oh, I think this. Oh god, this joke sucks.
3: So the usual thing is you do you do two shows and, yeah. and you bring you
10: edit them together. Yeah, huh? yeah. So you usually pick one show right. to go off of, and then you're like, which joke works best in each show? Okay, so so but in that process, you, it's you, the worst. It is the worst is part it? of doing standup comedy is editing a special. Huh. It is why you're watching yourself. Okay, comics hate. Watching the I don't know. I hate watching myself. I can't watch myself on billions. Whenever I watch billions, I cringe. But don't, I don't like the way the skin sits on my face. <laughs> I don't like the way my face moves when I talk. I'm like, what an idiot. Well, what I'll tell you, he's is
5: a great character. Thanks, man. He's but a great character. I... And the
10: show's hugely popular. It is, it is, but it's like uh I love the show It stands Me. Like I love everyone else. <laughs> (laughs) You
3: know, I think there's, again, to the earlier point, I think there would be something wrong with someone who loved to watch themselves.
10: Those are actors. (laughs) Are they? (laughs) I mean, I know a a lot of the actors on Billions are unbelievable people and really cool, but you see some, uh, I've been in other stuff where you're like, oh, you're a for real actor. You you love (laughs) you some you. (laughs) I didn't know that. Oh, They're the opposite of comics. Really? Every comic's like, that sucked. I suck. I should just, I should quit. And every actor's like... I just feel like I transcended. <laughs>
4: I, live, I
10: live with a very,
4: uh,
10: I live with a very funny comedian, Mike Vecchione, who lived in Philadelphia yeah. for years. Mike Vecchione's hilarious. We've been roommates for eight years. But every, when I'm filming Billions, if we're in the living room, I'll be like, okay, is there anything you need to say to Dan? <laughs> I, I'm about to go into care.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to so, so what about comedic actors that you've worked with? Can they take themselves? Uh... Comics are there. Kevin Pollock? Was on yeah. last season of yeah. Billions. Yeah, he's the
10: man. And Baldwin, he is the ma- the man. Yeah, Baldwin. I went through a horrific breakup. We, we- filmed. There's a movie out. It's on airplanes. That's, that's how I know it's out. <laughs> yeah, drunk, drunk, uh, uh, drunk parents. Drunk parents. Yeah, the movie. Al- Alec Baldwin, Salma Hayek. <laughs> I have a small scene in it with Alec Baldwin. And uh, when we were filming it, it was January of like 2016. I went through a horrific breakup. A breakup that I talk about in my Netflix special, but I was real heartbroken. He gave you she gave us just a sage advice. Yeah, and keep I, I nut, can't though. not <laughs> hate I can't hate him because I just keep thinking of him being like, keep a small nut. That's
7: just yeah. what he told me. Yeah,
10: he's like, Don't get a don't get a big nut if you're if, yeah. He's just such a nice guy, but you see Kevin Pollock was the same way. Yeah. And he's just fun, we went and got pizza, we talked about stand up while we were filming. And Is, he's kinda like, Yeah, don't take any of this too seriously.
3: Isn't the case uh, you know, uh, again, you you never We always say, never buy your own
10: ass. Sure. We've seen people
3: get caught up in that, and that's the road to disaster.
10: That's when you see comics usually start to be terrible. Yeah. When they're like, oh, I'm it. Yeah. I am. I'm the man. That's why it was impressive to watch Kevin Hart fill a stadium and still stay funny. Yeah. Where you're yeah. like, how do you not how do you believe do that? that hype? If
5: I filled the stadium, I'd be like, well, this is it. Yeah. This is the last show. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. I'm gonna, go oh, live in Mon- I'm gonna go live in Montana and have, like, <laughs> alpacas or something. Yeah. I have a hard time watching the Rolling Stones in a stadium, let alone one hu- tiny human being. It, yeah.
10: it is very odd to watch like, uh, like, very wealthy 70-year-old men be like, yeah! <laughs> and everyone like, the whole stadium's like,
4: they party, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's
10: weird, man. The Stones are getting to a weird age. I want to see them, but I also don't want to see them. You've never seen them? Never
3: seen them. I just saw them for the first time, a couple of, uh, they, they were just through here. How do you it's... feel about it? kinda of what you're thinking what yeah. you're saying is it almost I, I I'm glad I did it. And it seemed like I was watching a, a, a Stones tribute band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they went through the the, the uh, there was no way I was yeah, you feel I like was backstage with- where they were there. Imagine them backstage chest bumping, This is great yeah. You know, it was like they've done it so many times that it was doesn't mean it was not
10: it was not cool to see it. Yeah, but you felt like you were at a local pub watching like Sticky Fingers, the
6: local, <laughs> like the old right. man. Yeah, we men are Sticky Fingers.
10: Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? We're from Bucks County. We are Sticky Fingers. <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah, I'm like oh, this is the. Dissatisfaction. But they're also because
3: right, Keith Richards had his bandana off Uh-oh. for the first. I'd never seen him without his bandana off, and he looked like he was. He looked spooky. He looked re- like really
10: old.
0: Yeah, you're like, He looked <gasps> someone conjured
10: a spirit.
7: <laughs>
0: someone... <laughs> He's like, yeah,
10: I'm gonna play. It's, it, dude, it's not. I felt the same way about ACDC dc before Angus. You know, before everybody, before they stopped touring. Yeah. There was a moment where I was like. I don't want to see ACDC. Yeah. I don't want, it's weird. It's like the same way I grew up loving wrestling. And I think it's still weird when Hulk Hogan is like, what you going to do, brother? You're like, fight you. I'm going to fight you. Yeah. I'm a 36-year-old man and yeah. you're in your 70s. Yeah. Oh, work
7: you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well,
10: I, I'm not that athletic, but I'm still, I got, you know. I just beat the crap out of yeah. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. but he's yeah. like, you know, back in the day, he'd be like, what you going to do? And everyone's like, oh, no. And now you're like, I don't know. Who was you, who was your
3: biggest um, had hoped they would be what you wanted them to be celebrity that you've met and they delivered
10: John Stewart John Stewart John yeah. Stewart cool. is the man yeah he is the man I've met him three times yeah. at the Comedy Cellar. And every time I'm like, dude, thank you. Thank you for being who I hope. It's like that old Dennis Green speech when they lost to the Bears, you know? Yeah. They are who
5: we thought they were. <laughs>
10: That's, how I feel. That's how I feel about John Stewart. So, uh,
5: he's exactly who you thought he was. So my my um, idea of what the comedy seller was like is what I saw in Crashing. And I know Crashing, the comedians don't really. It's exactly the same. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> is to, it like. To, to the T.
7: <laughs>
10: <laughs> Scary how eerily accurate. Pete Holmes and Judge. Not even close then, huh? No. Do you
5: hate me for liking that show? No, no, no,
10: I was good. uh, Pete and Judd did a good job. They they did a really good job recreating a lot of that stuff. Okay. um, But, no, I think it was, I think the real seller is, uh, it's not what it used to be. I think, you know, back in the day it was more like Tough Crowd. Oh, okay. I think think even when I got into the seller in like, I mean, as late as like 2011, it was still kind of you go in and get really beat up by the old guys, and it was fun when you gave it back. Mm-hmm. Now it's just kind of like a really good club where everyone hangs out. Okay. But it's not like – Is there not, two of them? There's three.
5: There's Okay. They
10: have three rooms. Well, they have three uh, locations. They have Cellar Vegas, and then they have in the, in the city, they have uh, the Village Underground and the Comedy Cellar in the West Village, two separate locations. But it's an unbelievable place. But it's definitely not that old, like, walk-in, Bobby Kelly sees you or Keith Robinson sees you, and you're like, I'm in trouble. Yeah. I used to walk in in like a sweatshirt, and I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> I remember I had this striped Adidas sweatshirt, and I just stepped into the cellar, and I just hear Keith Robinson go, "What
0: the hell are you wearing?" And I was like,
10: "Oh no!" Yeah. And like that was back before Schumer was famous, and it was just like everyone would sit around and just be ruthless with each other. And I know they were worse, even worse, at the turn of the century, as I said, that was old. <laughs> the turn of the That's century. What I was yeah. Do you remember yeah. at the turn of the century when I you guys were that. mean to each other? And <laughs> no, they're like that's just mean. now.
5: <laughs> so do you? um I mean, despite having um you know, like t- you're touring every yeah. weekend, you do the bonfire every day. Do you still do spots at, at the? Every cellar? night, yeah, every? I try,
10: yeah. I mean, you know, I think uh stand up, you have to do it every night. Yeah. And so I think the only night to take off is Sundays to watch football, and then yeah, every night doing sets. And I still do bar shows. You still that's the best part about living you're in New York. A I'm Niners a stu- fan. Diehard Niners fan. Really? How did that uh, happen? My dad's from San Francisco. Oh, okay. All my right. whole family's from the Bay, and uh, yeah, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> you're you're, you're yeah, born into it. I don't know. Ask a Catholic, why are they Catholic? And, uh, <laughs> my, my parents forced me. It's like, <laughs> the Niners, dude, if you're from the Bay Area, yeah, especially yeah. my dad. My, my grandma used to go to Kezar Stadium back in the 60s and, like, She's I've like, never even heard of that. I know she's uh, my my grandmother's ninety two years, about to be ninety two, and she still will call me and break down what happened wrong in the Niners game. <laughs> no
7: kidding. Yeah,
10: she'll call me and she'll be like, "I think Jimmy G's doing well, but he's checking down." <laughs> <laughs> I have to maybe hire you a nurse, and you're breaking this down more accurately than NFL Live. It's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a huge Niners fan, and and I uh, I cheer for the birds because uh, Big Jay and and own. I have a lot of people that
5: I love that Kevin love the Hart. Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Just
10: like people close to me that love the Eagles. Shane, there's like a lot of people where I'm like, all right, I can I can get on board with the Eagles.
5: Yeah, I listen. I'm a a birds fan, uh, and I was that's the way I was brought up, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, season ticket holder. But I love NFL football, yeah. And so there are other franchises that I'm like, okay, I like, you know, I like Aaron Rodgers. I like the Green Bay sure. Packers. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I actually didn't even mind the Patriots all the way up until they signed Antonio Brown, and now I hate ever all of them. Yeah, but uh, but Dan concurs something you said for a long time. You can yeah. have a couple teams.
1: Yeah.
10: You can. You you you
1: Listen, have man, you have your team, but you can have other ones that that you're cool with. Side so action. I, sometimes yeah. I cheer for the
10: Broncos. My mom's whole family. My mom is a. Huge Broncos fan. So yeah. I'm always like, all right, we make bets when they play each other. It's yeah. fun. Did it's, you
5: ever play? Did you, we, you, I you played could, football up, yeah.
10: up through high school. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. had to
5: find a special helmet for you, right? Yeah, I had a giant yeah. head. Yeah.
10: Did you? Dude, freshman year, they walked into the equipment <laughs> locker and they're like, I don't know if we have a helmet that will fit you. And I was <laughs> like, can we only keep that between us? <laughs> Because I feel like that's going to be a thing. And then someone's like, Soda got a big head. I was like, Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. But it definitely, yeah. it definitely helped me get low forms of CTE. To take a- <laughs> there, there you go. go. Low <laughs> Nick's <shots>. got <laughs> a big head, too. Yeah. He has big uh, how, head What syndrome. size hat do you wear?
4: Uh, extra, extra large. Like the eight and Fitted. three quarter, uh, Eight and three quarters. Yeah. I know, right? I know. No, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a eight big and three balance. quarters. Yeah, you know when I, I it took me forever to do the first, You're
7: the
10: first bigger hand I've ever met bigger oh, head, head than I've ever met. So I'm, so what are you? I'm a flat eight. Oh just yeah. eight across
4: the board. I wear a size. You wear an eight and three quarters? When I yeah. finally, it took me forever to graduate from college. When I finally graduated from college, they had to special order my graduation cap. <laughs> I, I felt that. They yeah. did that to me too. Do I, get a I
10: had back? the one with the breakable, I had the one with the um,
4: the elastic on the
7: graduation <laughs> cap. Wow! Where you're like, so
10: it's, like, for, the, it's like when dogs graduate, when yeah. they put like a cap on a dog. Yeah, so you know? it stays on. Like, it's like, adjustable. Wow. It just—I just remember that bunching up on my head.
4: Is that, we had a, a car, our, uh, cartoonist do sort of a caricature of the show, and uh, he put my head in a wheelbarrow that I was carrying. <laughs> dude, that is
10: eight yeah. and three quarters. Is I'm you. not lying, dude. I have—I've been tested several times. That's why even—I don't know. You can replay it, how cocky I was, and I go, "He has a big head." I go, "What size heck do you wear?" Eight, <laughs> eight and three quarters. And you're like. I am so sorry. <laughs> for, for your poor mother. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Your sweet angel of a mother. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't C section, I hope she gave you up for adoption.
4: It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. I was C section <laughs> and both my brothers were. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> you were C section? Really I totally uh, was. Dude, yeah. that wow. briefing
10: where the doctor comes in and he goes, ah, well, here's the deal your son may kill you.
2: <laughs> or
10: we can pop him out the top. My- we can pull him out the sunroof or you might die.
4: I'm sure my mom's listening right now and she's uh, enjoying every yeah, second of this. Don't worry. Uh, there's
10: another lady in Colorado that shares your pain. <laughs> uh, I can never be successful enough to make up to my mother what I did in uh, June of 1983. <laughs> I wait, kick, wait. When I kicked the doors off. As we like to call it. Kick the doors oh, off. Yeah, my that. mom's an old saloon now. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
7: Hey, <laughs> yeah. oh that
10: was fcc compliant yeah, that was. <laughs> well oh, yeah. listen we'll go back to those days of comedy you want me to go around words i'll go around words I'll you st- know you. we end up fire so- my friends from snl <laughs> you can't
0: touch the dogs wow
10: we, we
3: often say that because we have to dance around that, we end up saying stuff that's far worse than yeah,
10: we're going to really say. Like, yeah, I love it. Dude, yeah. when you go watch, like, 50s comedy and they yeah. do sex jokes, you're almost like, I think I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no yeah, is that how you get shoe in the foot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she got her old foot scar. You're like, what does that mean? Are yeah. you talking about a woman's genitals? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I don't like any of this. <laughs> I, uh,
4: I, I love hearing your impressions on comedy, because I think uh, my opinion aligns with yours most of the time. But I, I watch Comedians and Comedians cars getting coffee a lot and I, mm-hmm. I enjoy the historical perspective on comedy for real it's yeah, not I always it. the funniest show on tv but when jerry sits down with uh especially established comedians like the one with martin short where they're just telling love stories it. for years and years um do you, do you like watching that show do you yeah know? i think i
10: think it's a great um you know i think uh i the i loved the eddie murphy one that yeah. just came out and there's just there's a lot of great interviews and yeah i think uh i'm, I'm a huge comedy nerd still so How i love watching you, i love watching interviews also like you know WTF, Mark Marin. Yeah, yo, Mark. awesome. All that stuff.
3: How do you think Eddie Murphy's? I mean, so obviously he's in. He's in the pantheon. Yeah, he's, he's going to go back to to, to doing stand up. Man, uh, that, that's I don't know.
10: What do you think? I love Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I. I, I uh, you don't know. Like <laughs> you, don't know. you don't know. You, do you don't know until you do. It. Remember, Chappelle was stayed Chappelle stayed working. Yeah, Chappelle worked until. Like even when he left Chappelle show, he was still doing stand up right. all the time. He had it's a stand up some- movie. It's something. I, uh, it's yeah. It's something where you're like you have to keep doing. So I just don't know. If I don't know. Yeah. I, ho- I hope. I-, I really hope. I hope it's so funny. Yep. But then also, the ma- I just as someone that does the job, it's going to be hard for yeah. him. To, from Jay had a really good point. No matter what he does, it's going to disappoint us.
4: You think? I, it, I, think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's some people.
10: I think it's going to be so hard, dude. That dude had two walk-off home runs and then never picked up a bat again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Pitching has changed.
7: Yeah. yeah, things
10: have changed. The game's evolved. Now I've heard in interviews Dave Chappelle say that Eddie, Eddie Murphy is the funniest person within five minutes. I've seen him on panel. I remember when he did Tower Heist. Right, right. He, he did Late Night when Fallon was doing, uh, still doing Late Night, not the Tonight Show. Eddie Murphy went on the panel and like lit it up. You saw him. You can see the spark in his eye go, and he goes. So I'm hoping there's enough of that yeah. where he can just turn it on. But man, that's all. That's well, we a just hard... talked
4: about the stones. I mean, you know, the, the, it's it's. There's a peak of commercialism versus yeah. uh, inspiration and creativity, right? Sure. And so you st- you're selling 70,000 seats at The Link uh, or you're Eddie Murphy, and you're not quite sure what the motivation is. And he's he's never going to be who he was in his 20s, but that doesn't mean that he can't be funny.
10: It seemed to me, and to bring it back to your point of comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, when uh, Eddie Murphy talked to Jerry Seinfeld, there seemed to be a very like deep respect for stand-up that really made me like Eddie, where he was talking about comedy in a way where I was like, it, okay. prob- it might be good. Yeah, yeah. It might be good, just the kind of the way that he was, like, reminiscing how much he loved, like, making a new bit. And when you kind of see that, you're like, well, all right. Yeah. when you see these guys, like Jeremy Pivens doing stand-up right now, and there's, like, other he guys. Yeah, man. He yeah. Great. Cool. Yeah. Have fun. You're a tourist. Yeah, you're a tourist. But there's like a, like, he
3: presents not, he presents it that way, Roe. Right? Does he? You, Does he? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I would. You'll never
10: hear me being like, "You're the new Piven bit."
7: <laughs> Dude,
10: Piven's got a bit of a economic. You gotta check out the new stuff Piven's doing. Yeah, I don't know the guy. God yeah. bless. But when when people are tourists in this business, you, you gotta. Dude, we're at a point, man. Like I said, it's it's getting near as damn near a civil war. Yeah, I had a friend lose a neck. I had a friend lose a you know this week. I watched the internet eat one of my friends. What happened it was Shane Gillis.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole know. thing.
10: It's like that's my buddy, and I uh, watched a lot of people that don't know him hear some things third hand, and and make some some very very serious opinions about someone they don't know. And I I, I don't know mm. if 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 I'm gonna watch that happen, I'm I'm sure not just gonna stand around and be like. Great job, Ari. <laughs> I love that you got up there and just talked about what it's like to live in Hollywood. It's like, Get out of here, dude. We got people losing blood in the streets now. Now, it ain't, now, you know, I don't know. I think, like, I think that Hollywood, like, being very Hollywood in, in, in comedy is kind of over now. Okay. So yeah. it's like get ready for people to get called out.
5: But what? you okay. all want
10: to call some people out? Now we're going to call everyone out. Well, well so
5: that's that. That's the fear, though. Is, is you know, like all right, well, well, nobody's going to be safe. But I want to. I want to like kind of double. Well, back I don't mean through. safe. We, I, I definitely don't want to cancel anybody. No, no, I, no. I know that. I know that. I just you know everybody's going to sort of be under the the, the micros- And I mean I mean everybody. Yeah, yeah so. for sure. Um, but getting back to comedy, um, and comedy uh, comedians guard in cars getting coffee. What I find interesting is that you guys have like a a scientific approach to what you guys do. I mean, like it, the the way you're able to sort of break it down, uh, and and you ha- and it comes with years and years of experience.
10: Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's like uh, I think it's like any job. I think I think you can't take comedy too seriously. I think if you do anything a long time and you love it and you put <laughs> a lot of care into it, I think it starts to show. Yeah, and I think you just see the people like Dave Chappelle is who Dave Chappelle is because he's One of the most talented people in the world, but he also loves comedy and and really does love comedy. Throws parties for comedians, treats comedians fantastically. Uh, Bill Burr is the same way. Bill's a little more crotchety, but he's like, still that guy. He's like, what's up, kid? Sit down. What's going on? (laughs) That club sucks. Don't let that. You know, Bill Burr, one of my greatest moments of my career was there was a booker in New York that was kind of, that likes their power and and kind of likes to mess with the young comedians. And I bumped into Bill Burr. This is about seven or eight years ago, and I was just not having a good night. And I was like, you know, I got booked only at one twenty-five in the morning. And he's like, don't let that get you know. He just like went off. He he's gave like, you, yeah. that person doesn't control comedy. They don't control you. So what? So go do some other spots. Then go there. You know, and it was like this moment where you're like, oh, that's this my, cool. This is my hero. Yeah. telling me not to worry about this person. I think I'm going to listen to that. And that's what every most jobs are. If you love something and someone that does the job well that you love, you should listen to them mm-hmm. and, and grow. And I don't know; it's just it's a weird thing where comedy got very, very popular in the last ten years. It got very popular where I think all these people that used to not like comedy were like. I think, I think I might try stand-up. You're like, don't. This <laughs> is right. for broken people.
5: <laughs> <laughs> this, but you uh, guys make it look easy. I, I'm telling you. Well, they really, that's really The, really the good. ones who do it well.
3: Yeah. For, one, of my, one of my idols is, is uh, Norm MacDonald. They're and, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. So Norm, what Norm MacDonald does in shearing down and getting to the complete essence of a joke with word economy is unparalleled. And you look at people like 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 a Chappelle. that just are effort. And you're you know again. Let's not. Your 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 abilities are 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 uh, phenomenal on the, as well. I'm, I'm trying. But I mean, still in that in that way, it's it's all it's all uh, you know it's it's something that's. A lot of people will take for granted what people do and put in any job. It's like, I'm not going to go in and perform a neurosurgery. Sure. I think it would be a sort of a slight to the people who
10: studied it. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, you also got to remember we're clowns. Yeah. So stop taking this so seriously. Right. Like, it's really, it was a job that. It's it's pretty low on the entertainment totem pole, mm-hmm. and you know that when you do see actors that are you know like you see people that their careers ended and they're like now I'm do-. the bagel guy, the bagel, know, boss. the freaking bagel guy. Oh if you want to know God. where stand up is, yeah, in the form of art, yeah.
7: the bagel
10: guy went from having a meltdown yeah. in a store, yeah to doing stand-up. Yeah. That was his next logical move. He's like, yeah, had a meltdown. I'm all over the internet screaming at people. What should I do? Stand-up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> By the way, if you're just jumping in, some people are texting you just joined us. Stan Dan Soder is here. He's going to be at Healing Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. But the thing is, Steve, about doing brain surgery and yeah. things like that, your local comedy club invites you
10: to come down
1: <laughs> and yeah. get yeah. on the stage. Yeah. Local yeah. hospitals yeah. don't do that. That would be yeah. great. <laughs> exactly.
10: Come on like down. Yeah. Try to remove some stuff for <laughs> some people. You can do it. Do you have five friends that can watch you try <laughs> to take a spleen out? <laughs> it's open surgery yeah. though. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, pretty good. But then some people would probably excel at it. You're you like, got to guarantee should... at least... At least 10 patients. Yeah, Did you see that guy's sutures? This un- suture work is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> guy, did you, did you, you knit, sir? Why do you know how to stitch so well? It's a thing where, um, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a thing that I love. Like, comedy is a, a, a real thing that I, I genuinely love comedians, and I love doing comedy. And it's a thing where I, I think I do get a little defensive about it because I think you have to, when it's a cash grab, But we are. We're returning to a moment where only the people that are doing stand-up are the people that want to do stand-up, which I think is good for comedy.
3: Yeah, no, it seems to me. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. I mean, to watch back-to-back Chappelle and Bill Burr, who have been at it to, to deliver two stellar
10: Specials. It's the modern era of Pryor and Carlin putting out two special, two right. specials.
5: Uh, I, I we got to wrap it up in a second here. So I I, I know we, we sort of touched on Billions a little bit, but uh, when's the new season coming out?
10: We start filming in November. Oh,
5: you didn't even start yet? Nah,
10: man, they're taking they're taking some time writing this next season.
3: What's
5: your time commitment when they start
10: filming? How long mm-hmm. are you doing that for? Whenever you? they want. Whenever to they work. want. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that show they're just like, hey, can you be there Tuesday? They're like, yeah, 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 I'll be there whenever you guys want. <laughs> That's such a fun job, and I definitely. You know, sitting here talking about how comedians are comedians, I don't ever get it crossed when I go do Billions. I'm like, dude, I'm a comic learning how to act. Okay. Yeah. These people are actors. These yeah. people are, like, legit trained. I would never act like I'm on the same level as Kelly O'Coin, who plays Dollar Bill, Asia Kate Dillon, who plays Taylor. Dude, these, I've watched these people and be like, Oh, you you guys are on a different level. A different level. Yeah. A different level of acting. I'm did just they, trying to keep did up. They help you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm very like, yeah. hey, can you help me? Like okay. David Costable, who plays Wags.
5: I love that guy. He's
10: first off one of the greatest k- actors of our generation. Like the dude is in everything. Right. Uh, Breaking Bad, uh, The Wire, yeah. L- Lincoln. Like the dude's unbelievable. I have just several times been like, help, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. help me, and, and he comic. does. Yeah, yeah. If, if I just have questions about something, because you know, I think that's like, I I wouldn't take offense if uh, if an actor was trying to do stand up and they're like, hey, can you help me on this? I'm yeah. trying to look, If there's like a lot of humility, I'd be like, oh, cool, man. This is kind of how that goes, and I definitely want to keep that attitude when I'm on. business. how, did
5: you, how did, I did you even get that gig?
10: I knew a guy. That's how you that get everything. Yeah. Is it Koppelman? You told yeah, us I, it was
3: a, a, yeah. a fan of your, your. No, a friend of mine. Yeah, <laughs>
10: Brian Koppelman and I and David Levine. We were working on a pilot for FX. Uh, that's him all the way to the left. I've known him for a long time. And they had me come in and audition when they did the pilot. He's like, yeah. dude, just come in for a bunch of different roles. And he's your friend? Yeah, we met We him? met doing open mics in New York yeah, in like, 07, he... and he was going through a writer's block. So he, he did stand-up for a year and a half. See, and he he like,
5: loves stand-up comedy. He man. loves it, and he did it, like, yeah.
10: every night for a year and a half. He became a comic. Yeah, he I've was...
5: seen you, Big J, Berbiglia, uh, Pollock. Who else? Alan uh, Havy.
10: Mm-hmm. Um, who else is other comics that have been? Sam Marill mm-hmm. was on an episode. Yeah. So they, he loves stand-up comedy, and they just had me come in, and Showtime was like, yeah, we like this guy. And so then the role that they were kind of having me go in for, they got the actor they wanted. So they're like, listen, that role's gone. Do you want to be a one-off in the pilot? Or, hypothetically, if we go to series, we'll write you a role. And I was like, yeah, yeah, right, I yeah, I'm Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis. They're going to go to series. Yeah, yeah. And they went to series, and they, they kept their word and wrote me a role. And then <sighs> people don't realize, like, how stuff happens. It's not like, oh, he's... He's doing well, let's give him more. Other people do well, and then they have to give you their lines. <laughs> that's what happened. Hey, One yeah. guy on the show just started working and they're like, Do you want yes. his lines in this episode? I was like, Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Right yeah.
5: now I'm watching uh, Cheers. That's my, my go to bed. Yeah. It's my go to bed show. Cheers. So I'm in the first season. Coach. Ratzenberger isn't even part of the, like, he's he's on the other side of the bar. Cliff Claven. Cliff Claven is not part of the, the opening credits. His name's not even there. Dude. Right?
10: And that guy. Yeah, and you think, like, <laughs> you don't even know who Woody Harrelson is right now. Right.
7: Wait, he hasn't joined right, yet. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
10: One of the greatest actors hey, ever. Question yeah. about uh,
1: about Billions on Showtime. Any conflict with HBO and your special? Do you have to jump through any hoops for
10: that? Or do they care? Nah. They don't care at all. They okay. don't care. And I think they were like, oh, you do stand-up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, HBO often is Special and they're like, Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God bless. Nice. Yeah, I hope I, I I was really hoping that wasn't a thing, but yeah, I don't think they it'd be funny if they didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> they if I just show up and they're like, What did you do in the off season? <laughs> and I was like no, not a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, i, I got to go all these press junkets for HBO. I'm like, uh, yeah. and, and I didn't do nothing. Let him find it's out. The, it's the ultimate cheating. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, did you know I was watching HBO the other night and Dan Soder did a special? Like, oh. there's, a, there's Showtime on your collar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> you smell like HBO. <laughs> I was watching The Wire.
7: What do you want?
1: He's
10: <laughs> such a good show.
1: Listen, we got to wrap it up. Don't miss your chance to see Dan Soder. Yeah. All right? Tonight, 7.30. 30 and ten tomorrow, there's only one show that has tickets left. That's the 10 p.m. show. You can get them at heliumcomedy.com. Uh, it's great to see you, man. Always great see you. Give guys. I, love, Jay, I love coming
10: in here, and uh, you guys, yeah, this show's the best. Thank Honestly. you, man. We, we love you. Yeah, morning press sucks. You guys, <laughs> you guys make it so easy.
1: Thank you.
6: Give it up for Dan Soder, yeah. everybody.
1: Yeah. Hey. Helium Comedy Club. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us.
6: 933 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, The Good Mess. Celebrating our area's best talent, bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com, keyword local shots. The Good Mess. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks our world at family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Okay,
1: a few things here real quick. Casey, number one, we have to play your Eagles song in its entirety. Okay. at some point, so look where we might be able to do that before okay. the show is over. For uh, good luck? Yep. And yep. it's a great song.
3: It is a great song.
1: Uh, but I yes. think it should be
3: in rotation.
4: Uh, but who am I? And Nick, you have a shout out real quick? Yes, I went to the doctor's office yesterday, uh, followed up, did some x-rays downtown, and uh, I wanted to thank Kate and Brittany and the x-ray tech, whose name I forget right now, uh, but uh, I came around the corner and she knew that I was coming in because Dr. Mike helped set up the appointment and she gave me a huge hug, so I apologize for not being able to remember your name, but everybody in the, uh, in the doctor's office and uh, that helped me with the x-rays and literally sitting down on the floor and then getting back up from the floor to do the x-rays. Uh, they were really, really kind. So thanks so, mu- so much for that office. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, and there's a phone call I need to go to. I think it's
1: Brendan. Are you Brendan?
6: It is. What's going on, guys?
1: Uh, Brendan, uh, we just want to know why you're in such a good mood right now.
6: Uh, I don't know. Somebody called me and said I want $1,000. <laughs> and then... Yeah!
1: How you do that? Brendan is our random winner. Uh, he entered in for the uh, Money Shark contest and now walks away a thousand dollars richer. Pretty sweet deal.
3: How, now you were contacted obviously on your on your phone, and you made, you made the point, Preston. When you uh, uh, when you entered to win, if you get a call and you don't recognize
1: the number, take that call. You might want to take that call. Yep. Where are you from, Brendan?
6: Uh, Downingtown, PA.
1: All right. And uh, what are you doing this weekend?
6: Spend the time on the boat. Maybe uh, maybe take
1: the family out for a nice dinner. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, it's yeah. the little things. But you got an extra grand in your pocket, which is uh, pretty sweet. How May I ask, how did you enter this morning? In what way? Uh, I took the text out. You morning. did the text. All right. Nice job, yeah. bud. Listen, congratulations. Thank you for listening to MMR. And uh, enjoy your $1,000. All right, bud? Thanks, guys. Have All a right, great weekend. You got it. You too. All right. Next chance coming up 11 o'clock. That'll be with Pierre Robert. So the money keeps rolling on in. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, Steve, you sent me this yesterday. Um, the we're, we're starting to get into Halloween mode as far as getting ideas for costumes and stuff like that. If you oh, are yeah. planning on going to an event, it's something to think about. You know, we had... Uh, M. Night Shyamalan on the, the, the other day. The Shamaween party is coming up. You need to have a badass costume. I love it. I love every bit of it. And, of course, the sexy costumes are quite popular. <laughs> and there's a new one. They, this, uh, this did you one, see this, Case? No. This one is probably the most outlandish, this sexy a, conversion. This is about as big of a stretch as you can oh, no. yeah. as you can make. There I, is now a sexy Mr. Rogers costume. Come on. Uh, um,
5: well, I
2: could see that. I mean, what? For, for a
5: girl?
1: For a girl, yeah, for a girl, okay. Yeah. No, for a guy. No, yeah, yeah, for a girl. Yeah. Can you see my ass cheeks? The set <laughs> consists of a cropped, low-cut red sweater. Sweater,
2: yeah, that's
1: a tiny little itty-bitty. It's like a almost a sports bra. Well, no, I guess it's bigger than that. It's like yeah, it's the a crop, crop top. Yeah, it's a crop cardigan. Uh, and it's got a uh, white collar with a tiny tie. Look at how tight my shirts are. <laughs> you can sort of see my ballsack.
2: I mean, if, if somebody walked in in that outfit, I would definitely not say, oh, my God, you're Mr. Rogers. Oh, uh, my God, yeah. I
3: love Mr. Rogers, too.
2: What the hell is that?
1: <laughs> I would have no idea what this was. No, I'd be, be happy that they walked in, but otherwise. Well, uh, if they look like the
3: model, yeah. absolutely. This if girl, they look like
1: Mr. Rogers, no. This girl is amazingly gorgeous at, uh, that's modeling yeah. it. And uh, it's a, a tight belt gray booty slacks uh, that you wear.
3: When
7: I (laughs) get home,
1: I like to relax by putting on my booty
7: slacks.
2: (laughs) These are the costumes that I hate. Not the sexy costumes. The costumes that you don't know what they are. If somebody has to ask me, what are you? I'm done. I I agree. Uh,
3: Your costume, even if it's sexy, a, a sexy nurse, you can figure that out. This thing in no way to me...
1: Has a Mr. Rogers feel to it. Kathy, a lot of times those, con- those costumes are play-on-word costumes. Yep. Uh, like, I remember a gal one time, it was a cute idea, but you had to ask what it was. She was a dirty martini. Right. Um, you know, yeah. she, heard, she wore this thing on her head that looked like it was a martini, martini glass, glass, and yeah. she was dressed kind of slutty, so she's a dirty martini. She should
3: have dressed as Danny DeVito in Once with <laughs> the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Because his name was Martini, wasn't it? Was like, it?
5: Yeah, I think so. Uh, we, my, one year, we kept calling my friend a sock thief. Uh, he went as Static Cling, and uh, so he just wore all black and had like had the... socks like uh, pinned to him for like. You <laughs> look like a sock, yeah. Cling, huh? Come on.
2: I've but I've seen that before. I've seen that costume. Before. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. know what done that
1: done a number of times. <laughs> yeah, I'm alcoholism. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, I'm cheating because I'm really an alcoholic. <laughs> Uh, so it says here there are some other ones to look out for. Well, these are the same. This is a, the the company that has created this, is called Yandy, and they're the same people who had last year's. Remember the sexy handmaid costume? Oh, my God, yeah. From, uh, the the uh, handmaid's tale. Uh, you know what they should do?
3: Do a sexy RBG, a uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Hi, Steve. Is there one? I think there might be oh, one. Oh, you're already. kidding no. me. So wow. the,
1: here are some other ones. The uh, last year was the sexy tariff. What the hell is that? The tariff as in? Mm-mm. As in a tax? A tax, yeah. Uh, I don't I know. I don't even understand that. A sexy Beyond Burger. So <laughs> oh, stop <laughs>
7: What it. The, stop the hell me.
2: is that? It's stupid. What's the costume?
1: Yeah. Well, the buns are obviously involved. Uh, a ta- There's something called a tater thought. Oh, that hoe over there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hilarious. And a a definitely non-Disney-affiliated sexy playtime sheriff and two infinity space ranger.
3: All right, so the tariff uh, has money on it. So that's what it is. It's a
4: sexy tariff costume. Uh, By the way, last year when we talked about this, Preston, I searched uh, on Yandy for some of these costumes because we were talking about them. The Yandy pop-up ads were in my browser for like... Three months afterwards, uh, no doubt. Do you guys have any ideas of what you guys might be this year?
1: <sighs> mm, yeah, actually, me too. Uh, I did kind of kick around an idea, but um, okay. Do you want to reveal it or no, no,
5: not, it? Yeah. not yet. I, um, but I think uh, I think my hair and grossly, uh, grossly unshaven face lends itself to something. Okay. really? Mm, is this really something you mind. would?
1: Is this something you would create a costume for? You could buy a costume. No, I because basically... Marista cr- creates. Awesome costume. She does. I like to just buy one and here you go. Uh,
3: that is too much work. Yeah. Uh, Why I... don't you be a sexy costume purchaser? Ooh. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Here's the thing. I think I can get away with it with the clothes that I already own. And, the, and I might have to get extensions. And that's it. Oh, okay. You're going to be Beyonce. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be Beyonce. I was, I was, I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking. Right.
1: I was thinking about being a Homelander. Oh, really? From the boys. Oh, very there, nice. There's a costume. I like that costume. It is a cool costume. It's really cool. Yeah. And oh my God, that show is unbelievable. It, but I don't know if enough people have seen that show. It doesn't matter. You can you can go out as a commercial for the show. But I'll have to explain all night long. Say you're static. Who cling. are you? Yeah. I'm static cling. <laughs> Who are you? Well, I'm Homelanders from the show called The Boys. It's on Hulu, blah blah blah. Is it on Hulu? Oh, yeah, no. I don't Hulu. watch Hulu. Amazon. Amazon oh, it's
3: on Amazon, you said? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't own a television.
1: But I like the costume. So It I'm is a great costume. About. I don't know. But, yeah, people are, are starting to think about that. It's also time to, uh, believe it or not, book your Thanksgiving and Christmas flights. Uh, the deals are going to start coming up very soon. Do they really? That's what a new report from AAA says. Thanksgiving and Christmas travelers should start searching for flights as soon as Wednesday, September 25th, in order to get the best airfare prices. Hmm. Why, that's next Wednesday someday, one day, I'm going to talk my family into going to a tropical location for Christmas. Um, I would like to do that. They are vehemently against it. They, have, yeah. they want nothing to do with it. <sighs> We're past a certain thing, which I won't mention, right. that we don't have to worry
5: about anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We can
1: go and we can go wherever we want to go, And uh, but
5: no, they're not having it. See, I like the idea of Christmas, Christmas at home, I, and I don't think I ever want to not have that, but Leaving the day after Christmas and then spending, you know, the week between Christmas and New Year's, but it gets
1: really busy at
5: that and time because really a lot of people do expensive. That. Yeah, they very expensive. jack
1: the rates through the roof. Yep. So that's why I wouldn't mind going a couple days ahead of time, yeah. spend the holiday wherever it may be. Do you consider Virgin Delaware Nile. tropical?
3: Yeah, I do. No. It's just gorgeous. <laughs> because you could get some deals.
5: <laughs> um are going a, to Rehoboth. A lot of Philadelphians are going to be going to Miami right after Thanksgiving because the Eagles play uh, the Dolphins that Sunday. So there's going to be a lot of people I, I, already
3: booked I, their trip. I'm so enamored of this this whole time frame and Thanksgiving Um I usually spend, now it's been the past couple of Thanksgiving because my wife goes down to my sister, uh, my sister-in-law, I should say, who's a, uh, um, her husband passed away a little while ago. She spends time with them down there. It allows me to put up all my Christmas decorations. So it's, it's a I actually
1: enjoy that, that break. Okay. Yeah. Now I, I, listen, I love Christmas and I like the home Christmas as well. I just wouldn't mind changing it up one year. I agree. I mean, it's, it's, you know worth doing once, I think. I mean you have years and years and years of doing the same way every year. Why don't you go let the family stay here, and you go <laughs> Oh my god, that's a brilliant idea.
7: Hi guys. Yes. I'm here in Maui.
4: Idea. I've told you guys many times we did it in Cabo one year. My that was the, the family Christmas present. Present. it was the, the at the time of my brother's lives where we were past that that thing as well and like we we got up uh flew to um cabo on christmas day and that was the christmas present for everybody in the family and it was one of the best and most memorable christmases we ever had as a family
2: i don't know if i could do christmas but um we did thanksgiving for a few years and now unfortunately it doesn't work for us because we do the camp out for hunger right after thanksgiving but right. that was that was a perfect time it was it wasn't a full week it was a long weekend it was kind of perfect for you know a caribbean island okay relaxing and yeah we just did uh what we did would you th- do for the meal we had Mexican food when we <laughs> went to Mexico. It oh, was no not kidding. turkey dinner. You know, we didn't do that because right. they they didn't have it. I <laughs> understand
3: why, why 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 people do. I actually I would go occasionally when you know when I was uh, when I was not married and 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 just dating. I'd go down to uh, to I'd go to Texas to visit my dad, and that that was a different kind of Christmas. Um, yeah. Just
1: because of the the temperature difference, yeah. Or, okay.
3: I, I'm I'm a fan of the courier knives. Nor the way Jesus spent it in the snow, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and so, um, you know, I, the you know that's that sort of thing. That's my my deal. But uh, to have a home now, and and you know, and and yeah. I love the the decorating process. But wherever wherever you have the best time, where you're going to have the best Christmas is where you should be, or whatever holiday. area. to me, I like to get away. I like to go to a tropical place on Election Day.
4: Yeah. I think that's uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. no matter where you go, there you are. Remember that. Yeah. I want to do Christmas in uh, Yellowstone one year. Like, the the winter in Yellowstone, have you guys seen, like, the, Can the lodge you is there? Don't, don't they close it? No, the, the uh, Old Faithful Lodge has a winter lodge. And so a lot of the park is pretty inaccessible. Your dream yeah. is to be airlifted out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll
7: this. be airlifting
3: Nick for Christmas. Uh, I was going
4: to say I walked into that one, but I didn't really <laughs> walk in again. Yeah, yeah, that would actually be pretty amazing yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, the Winter Lodge at Old Faithful is supposed to be gorgeous. And, yeah, most of the park is difficult to get around or in, um, impossible to, but yeah. uh, it's also there's nobody there. Yeah. You know, that time of year, it's, it's pretty quiet.
5: Also, like the idea of going to, like, Vermont or something like that right after Christmas. I don't I like waking up at home – in Delco on Christmas Day with my family, we're your all slippers. yeah, my slippers. Does it, we're ha- all does it have just... to be your family? No. yes, yeah, okay, it's right. got to be my family.
1: All right. Yes, uh, nice to meet you, Ramirez family. <laughs> um, so anyhow, you want to uh, you want to make your plans now? Apparently, all right. if you want to get sage advice, the, sh- the cheapest flights mm-hmm. for travel in November and December. There's a month long period, and it starts on Wednesday. Uh, Thanksgiving 2019, you can save some money by choosing to travel on the Monday before, which would be the 25th, or on Thanksgiving Day itself. Flight prices tend to be higher on the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And as for Christmas goes, the best day to fly in terms of price and crowds is Christmas Eve. Hmm. Uh, well, the worst day is the day after Christmas. That's when, like I said, everybody everybody They've done the out. deal and they want to get the hell
3: out and take advantage. Now, the Christmas is falling on a Wednesday? Don't know
1: what? Uh, I'll look it up. Uh, uh, well,
4: two days after.
1: Would that make a big? Uh, I don't know if because what?
3: No. How much? Yeah. Uh, Nick is. We'll know that in a second. I don't you just know?
4: Don't you just know it off the top of your head? <laughs> it's on a Wednesday. It's yeah. a Wednesday. Okay.
1: Done deal. All right. So uh, if you want to get those tickets, get them now. Should we take a break now? Uh, no we have a little bit of time. We have a little bit of time. All right, All right you talked about uh, relaxing and uh and really being able to chill for a bit as far as being, you know, in uh, in nature and so forth. Um apparently the National Trust in England found that listening to the sounds of birds and leaves rustling huh. calm people down more than listening to a guided meditation or silence.
3: Just the sounds of nature. Yeah,
1: so if you would like to really relax you should listen to woodland sounds. There you huh. go.
0: <laughs> I feel so much better. That's the most outstanding answer I've ever heard. Uh, pa-
1: participants <laughs> who listened to the woodland sounds felt 30% more relaxed and said their stress and anxiety levels dropped by 25 and 20% respectively.
2: Huh. Uh, I think this is... Would this this is what you would this consider? This is a more this is a little bit more jungly.
1: Yeah, it's
3: more. Uh, you're you're, yeah. you're probably talking about the the uh, the wind. You know the, the 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 leaves. Sort of maybe like a fall sound okay. of, of uh, so, birds
1: occasionally. Yeah. you know, making some the
3: sounds the, like, uh, the elk, the mighty elk. <laughs> uh,
2: I do uh, water, ocean. no water, but mostly like streams. Not a koala. <laughs> I'm so relaxed.
1: Yeah. That's a koala having sex. I think. Yeah. <laughs> no uh,
2: more. More like streams and slightly tropical, I think, Okay, it is the sound when I sleep in the parking lot at Jace's school. Do <laughs> you? 100%. You take a nap? I If I get there early, I set my alarm for probably, it depends, 15, 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. Uh, if I get there early, yeah, I sit in car line. There's nothing else to do. And I'll sort of do like a little meditation and nine times out of 10, I fall asleep. Do you take
1: all your clothes off? Stop it! Do you have a little babbling brook uh,
2: little sound I, effect
1: that you use.
2: Oh yeah, there's something. Yeah, yeah. I have. So I have an app, and it's a meditation app, and you can choose to not do you know any sounds, but I'll typically do <laughs> what sounds like a, a stream and uh, maybe leaves a little bit.
1: Speaking of uh, meditation, falling asleep I, the other day, you know, we were doing yoga, and yeah. there's a thing at the end called the shavasana. And I fell asleep. Oh yeah, I was snoring.
2: Oh, I've done that. I've and, done that before, where people have had to wake me in class.
1: And our yoga teacher <laughs> was like, "Yes, she was. She loved that I fell asleep. Dude. Yeah, like ultimate relaxation. It was yeah. awesome."
2: Sh- t- what
3: is it? Shavasana.
1: Shavasana. shavasana
3: yeah.
7: yeah.
4: Well, you do the shlemiel first, and, and then, then sh- the shavasana. shavasana, and then we all go to eat at <laughs> and incorporated. Incorporated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh You guys make fun of me, but I love the show uh, CBS Sunday Morning. And no, it's uh, wonderful. It's a great show, and George every it, uh, well, he's been dead for like I know. twenty years, but. Um, Every week on Instagram, they will post a minute-long video, and it says, take one minute and do nothing. And it's a really great meditative minute, and we all sit on our phones and scroll through a million things all the time. But the one minute of uh, Instagram pleasure by following CBS Sunday Morning is worth it. Okay. Now
7: we go to Pornhub.
6: (laughs) Pornhub? Where the babysitter is in need of a lift home.
3: She gets into your car. You've never noticed how... Mature, she loves. <laughs> I'm Charles Kowalt. Did Charles Kowalt have two families? Yeah. yeah. Oh my
1: God, he did. He did. Oh, he had wow. two families. A secret family. A secret yeah. family.
3: Well, they found out about it when he passed away. Yeah. yeah. That family knew about themselves, though, right? right. Yeah, they weren't secret
1: to
7: themselves. <laughs> yeah. <I'm Charles>
1: That's crazy.
3: I used to love those. Those though they would, and they still do. Well, they'll end up with that nice. You know, it'll be something. There was, a, there's a great. It used to be on. I don't know if it's anymore, but um, an HD channel that was things like um, Sunrise in Yosemite or yeah, the, I in Vermont that. with the the, the, the the moose eating. You know, in the lake. And
1: was it mainly to show how uh, vibrant the the, I mean, the HD? Can yeah, be? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, whatever yeah. happened. To that? I don't that know. Was great. It was really a good sort of. Um, yeah you
5: know cool, cool thing yeah,
3: yeah. yeah that stuff really does help it really does yeah
5: Kath, i don't like uh i don't need anything to help me fall asleep at that time of the day i mean mm-hmm. i you literally know no, well i i mean i do that anyway but yeah. it doesn't help <laughs> either way i'm gonna fall asleep i've fallen asleep in the middle of getting uh a, a root canal um fell
1: asleep days. at a fish show there's a picture of you
5: I was tired, Preston. I know, but I mean, you just—I'm
1: reinforcing how easy <laughs> yeah. it is for you to fall asleep. Uh, You're one of your, but your but favorite a, things, and you passed out. True.
2: <laughs> there's a difference, I think, between like falling asleep and just taking a nap and meditation. So, like, I'm actually meditating and then somehow find myself sleeping.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm meditating in the MRI <laughs> machine, <laughs> and then I fall asleep. I I fall asleep uh, at the dentist all the time I'm in just, the chair. Yeah. yeah. No problem. Really?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. There's just something very soothing Dude, about it. I couldn't do that. Yeah. No way. And I wake up with my pants. No. Picking around in the I was teeth. like, my
2: palms were sweating. Uh, I was almost crying. There was no falling asleep.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyhow, if you listen to, you know, sounds like this, uh, it will relax you. Uh, and it's one of the best ways to relax, according to this study. So keep that in mind. I agree. I love that and sound. These, and these, uh, there's tons of apps that are free that you can get that have those sound effects on them.
3: The sound of a of a gentle breeze through trees. Yeah. Uh, you know, that to me is very, it's just a wonderful f- uh, sound.
1: A, a train off in the distance.
3: Yeah. Uh, an exploding warehouse. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs>
2: You know what does, does not uh, calm me down at all and what? is not relaxing? <laughs> all, everything that Steve has been hitting. No, um, the sound of uh, fire burning.
5: Oh, really? That doesn't calm
3: you? No. Give you anxiety?
2: I, I tried it, and I was like, I love it. It kept me awake. I'm like, this wow. is, I, I hate this. The I have an cracks. app on my phone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love the crack that. The Yule pops. log,
3: the whole deal. No. Oh, the, okay. the the, the, the uh, acknowledgement that you forgot to open the flu,
2: <laughs> the s- <laughs> the smoke,
3: the screaming, the fire department, the <laughs> yeah. daddy's dead, the, the screaming of car- the kids, the carbon monoxide smoke. building this, up, and then the, you're screaming because it will not be a good Christmas, because
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> daddy died, died right there in the living that room, because he was so stupid because uh-huh. of the flu, mm-hmm. uh-huh. house still smells like smoke, <laughs>
7: well,
1: uh, good times. It's really, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's a different app. It's a call now for some turkey bacon, okay. <laughs> yeah. so which I'm going to give away because our friends from Godshawls are here this morning, and uh, they brought uh, a bunch of really great uh, dishes that they've served up uh, for our guests here. Uh, Godshawls is the turkey bacon, pork bacon consumers prefer, and it's real wood smoked with up to 80% less fat uh, than pork bacon. And we will take caller number 10 and give you a six-pack of coupons, good for six full-size packages of Godshaws turkey bacon, two one five two six three wmmr uh, we're gonna. Can we play your song next? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Can we play two songs, one song, and then your song, or yeah. do we have enough time? Uh, yeah. can We right. can do it plenty. Of time. Casey's Eagle song when we return, as well as the Bizarre file. We still are going to give away at some point this morning uh, tickets to the Omega uh, tour. Yeah. That's Green Day, Weezer, and Fallout Boy. So stay close. We'll have
6: your chance. We'll be back in a moment.
9: What's new? Glad you asked. The
6: Black Keys. van Fleet five finger death punch
9: new music more of everything that rocks on 933 WMMR
1: this was uh, last time when we played uh, Casey's song we've got loads of uh, compliments on text messages this I've never heard before so you guys tell me if I'm just uh, if I've just missed this <laughs> uh, uh, this particular adjective, if you will, it says, uh, hey, what the F? I-, I thought that sounded like Casey, but never in my wildest dreams did I think it was actually be him. That was effing tank as hell. That was
4: tank.
7: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It's pretty tank. I, I haven't heard tank. of tank, but
1: yeah. I uh, I know it's it's uh, one of the beloved
3: uh, instruments of war uh, concerning the military. It is. So, yes. Yes. And I know it's very powerful. I saw the film a uh, uh, Fury. Uh huh, and um, and there and was, was a movie it...
1: called Tank too.
3: Yes, of course
5: there was. Yes, oh, with James Garner. James Garner. Yeah. Have you ever heard? And the... Sally Field, I think, right?
1: Have you ever heard the term Tank used like that before? Well,
5: not like that. No. no. Okay. No, I have not. But All thank right. you very much. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Here I'll give you one. But of these. yeah, no. <laughs> My little brother's nickname growing up was Tank. Really? Yeah. Because uh, he was just this thick piece of child of a large machine yeah. with treads. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, he he thinned out over time.
1: I would never look at him and say, man, that guy's thick. Yeah, yeah
5: but uh, the, the lure was that uh, they dropped a, a TV on his head and, and it broke the TV.
1: Man, you guys do
3: baptisms differently.
5: Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, we had a little bit of
3: water.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a full <laughs> the priest television. They were heavy. Tube television. Do you want...
3: Do you want do you want a Emerson? <laughs> yeah. Or do you want a.
1: A Trinitron. Magnavox. <laughs> <Right. laughs> All right. Uh, I have some bizarre file stories, and uh, I'm going to read them to you now. All
7: right.
0: WMMR presents. Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's. Bizarre, bizarre file. Yeah.
1: Brought to you this morning by Godchalls.
7: Damn. Yeah.
1: Check out the new Godchalls packaging where you buy bacon. And it's easier to read nutrition like 80% less fat than pork and 6 grams of protein. Real, wood smoked taste, God So a 25-year-old woman in Rhode Island gave new meaning to the phrase feeling blue when she developed a rare and sometimes fatal condition called, and I'm going to, you're going to have to, it's a long medical word, methamoglobinema. The Methom- M- girl from Methomoglobulima. That's
3: the one. Yeah. Tada, and, <H3> TadamDA, and, tanda, and blue and all. Yeah. And why is she blue? I think it's a condition called
1: Methomoglobulima. Blows right off the top. Right off the tongue. <laughs> right off the tongue. Uh, <laughs> we had an
3: appearance last night. So, so, yeah, it, it, a little it,
1: sluggish. It turned her blood a deep shade of navy blue. Her actual blood turned blue. Yeah. She was, in fact, a blue blood. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the woman, the, the girl with uh, methaminoglobulinia or whatever it's called. And when uh, she passes, everyone goes, what the hell's
6: going on?
1: Uh, told doctors that she had used a topical pain reliever for a toothache. Topical. The next morning, she woke up feeling sick and went to the emergency room. She said, I'm weak and I'm blue. She told the well, emergency room
3: doctor. maybe something will pep you up.
1: Uh, Dr. Otis Warren, an ER physician at the hospital who treated the woman, wrote in the case report that she had indeed taken on a bluish tinge. Wow. She is what uh, doctors call uh, cyanotic, uh, a medical term that refers to when the skin and nails can take on a bluish color. This is a typical sign the body's not getting enough oxygen. An initial reading showed that her blood oxygen level was at 88%, lower than normal which is close to 100%, though higher than what doctors expected given the, her appearance. It shouldn't have made her blue. So her blood had also taken on a dark blue appearance. While blood drawn from a vein typically takes on a darker appearance because it isn't carrying oxygen, blood drawn from an artery should appear bright red. In the woman's case, blood from her veins and arteries were dark blue. <sighs> uh, she medi- uh, The doctor immediately recognized the problem. He'd seen one case before during his residency when a patient developed the disease after being treated with an antibiotic. So, because the blood was drawn,
3: that's how they knew, right? There were no no other symptoms? No, hurt skin. Her skin she her was, skin was she actually was... turning a complete
1: blue hue. It, it was a bluish shade, yeah. Uh, and she was so... queefing silly string. Wow, that's impressive. Uh... So,
3: there was a guy you reported a story a while ago that was taking a supplement or taking something and he turned... Like a metallic glue. He looked
1: like a Smurf. It, yes. It, it yeah, was, yeah. It was a, a form of silver that he had that, okay. he changed in that way. Yeah. And then he, he died eventually because of it. He, he did, yeah. So anyhow, uh, methemoglobinemia methamoglo- is easily treatable using a medication that, perhaps ironically, is called uh, methylene blue. Uh, the woman was given the drug intravenously and within minutes uh, reported feeling better. That's so, amazing. It was really strange. That'd, That'd be be th- actual bl- blood in her veins. Horrifying, Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is pretty horrifying, but I'm, I'm going to throw it in here anyway. In August 2018, Todd Mullis reported the death of his wife Amy in an accident saying she was impaled by a pitchfork type of uh, corn rake, it's called, at their farm. But it didn't take long for authorities to doubt his story and place him on trial for first-degree murder. Uh, The trial of Todd Mullis is currently ongoing. A recent testimony is starting to paint a picture of what happened to Amy Mullis that doesn't perfectly align with the husband's account. Uh, He said that it was a freak accident. Authorities said the story started to crumble after an autopsy. For instance, she was accidentally he said she was accidentally impaled, but she had six punctures on her back when Mm -hmm. the rake only has four prongs mm. not long before her death Amy's friends said that she confided in them that she was preparing to leave her husband and they assumed they had a pretty rough like he may have been abusive and everything but his here, car was parked on her chest here's what here's what gave it away though after Amy's body besides the puncture wounds uh, was discovered a coroner declared her death a homicide not long after that uh, police said an affidavit clued them in to some odd internet searches. Uh-oh. Hey. Topics on his iPad included organs in the body, killing unfaithful women, Ugh. and what happens to cheaters in history, to name a few. So sometimes these idiots leave obvious clues like that, thank God. He did a search for ways to kill my own wife with and his <laughs> own picture. And then they, uh... He actually they... created a wiki page. Wow. Uh, A masked man recently pulled a knife out at a supermarket in West Sussex, England to threaten staff, but it was an 11-year-old girl who saved the day because she started throwing loaves of bread at him. Uh, The man was armed with a knife and eventually walked out without any cash because this girl kept throwing bread at him. Uh, no one was harmed in the incident. Police are asking anyone that can identify the man from TV uh, security camera footage to contact
3: Good for
5: her. Yeah. yeah. They always so, say, never bring a loaf of bread to a knife fight. Never, ever. No, but there is, uh, I- I've seen people, like, there's training videos for, like, if you have, like, active shooters, especially, yes. like, in a school situation. And if said active shooter decides to enter your classroom to, like, throw... Books. Anything and everything, yeah. at Adam, like books, you know, book bags, shoes. It doesn't, sure. ma- it doesn't matter if it's if it's light or heavy. You know, they're, they're going to have to flinch at and it. duck and give you a, sh- a chance to mm-hmm. get to them. Yeah. And if you have 30 people doing that at once, it would be a shower of debris. No, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That's the that's the run, hide, fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, scenario. Yeah. And, and if, if, if faced with it. Yeah. They say that that's that's one of the ways to do it. All right, and then one last story. This is a tragic one, but I wanted to get to this before the week was up because then it'll it'll kind of date out. But uh, three people are dead after a speedboat racer in Italy crashed Tuesday night while trying to break an offshore speed record. Oh. Uh, champion Italian racer uh, Fabio Buzzi was killed when he hit an artificial reef near the finish line as he tried to set the record for traveling from Monte Carlo to Venice. Uh, the president of the Italian offshore shore and endurance committee uh, confirmed his death, and the two other, and that there were two other fatalities. Uh, though there were conflicting reports about the nationalities of the other two victims, the only survivor, Mario Invernizzi, uh, was being treated at a hospital. Local firefighters said three bodies were pulled from the submerged vessel, roughly 65 feet long, and capable of hitting speeds of 80 miles per hour or more on the water. On the water, it's that's labeling Ass, yeah. yeah. Uh, the boat took off and flew almost 100 feet in the air, landed on its stern at the other side of the causeway where the victims died on impact. Uh, the newspaper reported that Bootsy, by the way, 76 years old, and a 10-time world powerboat champion, apparently misjudged how much space that he had to enter the lagoon, so he messed up. Yeah. Uh, the barriers he hit were installed to prevent flooding in Venice, and crashes are not uncommon in the waters, by the way. so that's heavy. Pretty messed up, and there you go. That's what I have for you in the bizarre file. All right, uh do you want me to go to the guy who texted in that Casey's Song was tank as hell? Yeah. Okay. I got Eric on the line.
6: Hey Eric. Sounder. Special sounder. Special sounder.
1: All right. So was that a uh was that a typo or did you indeed say it was tank as hell?
6: I meant every word of what I said. <laughs> and,
1: and so what we're assuming
3: tank is a uh, is a good thing, yeah?
6: so christian bale as batman he was a he was a badass but then ben affleck bulked up he was a tank batman all right so and I, is, I, is
1: this I'm, a word that you spread around or do you and your buddies use it
6: Using it ever since trying to trying to spread that wildfire. You okay. saw it in a forum.
3: Okay, all right. So he's trying like, the, the same way they tried to get Fetch
1: to work. in
6: Yeah,
7: yeah, exactly. All right, but I like it Tank
6: better tech, than Fetch. I,
7: is happening. All right, fetch I do, do that. Like,
1: yes, get on the tech train now. Yeah, all right, it's Tank. I like Man, it. Tank, yes. Tank train. Sorry. I love you guys. All right. I love all right you. Thanks, Eric. Have Eric. a great flight. See you. Back. See you. All right. Uh, let us take a break, but let's do this. Uh, the Hell Mega Tour. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I got those tickets, man. Ooh. This is, uh, I think this is going to be really cool. And I think the uh, the tickets go on sale, by the way, uh, seven minutes ago. Uh, yes, they they, uh, they go on sale today. Uh, so that's your Ticketmaster.com. But I have a pair of them. We'll take caller, let's do caller 28. All right, right. 215 263 WMMR. Green Day Weezer Fallout Boy at Citizens Bank Park. I think this is going to be a great show. Yeah, as the, we get closer, the, the new music. Yeah, the new music from both Green Day and Weezer, I personally love. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think it's going to be a great show. Two one five two six three 263 wmmr call number 28. We're going to give you those tickets. We will be back in just a moment. We still have our lesson question, trash and music news to get to, so we'll do those very things when we return.
6: Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile.
3: Steven Singer's ready-for-love diamond engagement rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's 500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're
1: going to do uh, today's lesson question. Uh, we are going to give away a pair of tickets in the suite for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway on October 6th. So the question that we're going to go with today has got to be this. Who were the two Mediterranean men in Steve's sexual experience <laughs> when he was, it was a hum, humiliation yes. cuck? Yeah, it's my yeah. thing. Yeah, uh, so, but uh, not
3: anymore. The sixth time was
1: the real yes, killer. Yes, who were the, the two Mediterranean men uh, during... Steve's uh, Humiliation Cuck Experience, two one five two six three WMMR those That was at the fifth one, I think, uh, where these, yeah, the fifth th- one. these yeah, two yeah. guys came in. Uh, if you know the answer, you were listening, call now. We're going to do the trash warrior calling. The
0: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you this morning by
1: God shawls Check out the new God Schull's packaging where you buy bacon. Easier to read nutrition, like 80% less fat than pork and six grams of protein. Real wood smoke taste. Godcholls. What's going on, Steve? Well, Claudia Ochoa Felix, the so called Kim
3: Kardashian of organized crime, who ran El Chapo's assassination squad, has been found dead in Mexico. Authorities strongly believe she's murdered by her cartel rival, Consuelo de Vasquez, who is known as the Wendy Williams of organized crime. Oh, wow. oh my God. <laughs> Dennis Rodman claiming that Madonna had once offered him $20 million if he, get, if he would get her pregnant. Apparently, Madonna strongly desired a child that could travel freely in North Korea.
7: <laughs> oh,
0: my God.
3: And finally, little person porn star Bridget Powers, who goes by the professional name Bridget the Midget, was arrested after she stabbed her boyfriend during a fight at their Vegas home. Bridget reportedly told arresting officers that she was tired of her boyfriend always talking down to her. Oh. <laughs> oh.
7: <That's
1: laughs> All righty. We'll see if uh, somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, who were the two Mediterranean men in Steve's sexual experience? I will go uh, to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hi, how are you? Good, bud. All right, so who were the two guys that were in Steve's uh, sexual experience?
7: Hummus and, Peter. Hummus yeah, and Pita. pizza. Hummus and
1: pizza. Yeah. You got it, Mike. Hang on. We're going to get your information, and we have a pair of tickets in the suite for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway. That's October 6th. NASCAR returns to Dover October 4th to the 6th, and uh, tickets start at 50 bucks. and kids' tickets are as low as $10. Uh, get yours today at DoverSpeedway.com.
0: We're going to get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
7: Yeah! Are
1: you crazy? All right, it's brought to you by Delaware Valley University. Advance your career with an accredited MBA from Delaware Valley University. Just ten courses. More info at delval.edu slash MBA10. Green Day has released the music video <coughs> for its new single, Father of All. Uh, the track, which was unveiled last week, is set to appear on the trio's 13th studio album, also titled Father of All, or in its full iteration, it's father of all mother effers. That's apparently the full mm. name of it. Uh, video places shots of the band in between edited historical footage and generations of rebellious dancers while the threesome play along against a menacing red backdrop. So, it almost looks like a uh, jailhouse rock. Agreed. And they all, they're they wearing kind of flashy jackets and it, it has a very much an Elvis yeah. video appearance to it in the uh, in the sequences where they flash to the band. Yeah. Uh, Father of All is out February 7th, 2020, by the way. Uh, Let's see. How about this? Bono has joined forces with the legendary street artist Shepard Ferry for a new initiative to raise awareness and money in the continued effort to rid the planet of AIDS. Uh, The YouTube frontman and co-founder of the global AIDS charity, Red, has enlisted the efforts of 17 artists to paint murals in Manhattan, Washington, D.C., uh, Lyon, uh, London, Berlin, and Paris in the lead-up to the October 10th Global Fund Replenishment Conference. Mono has said in a statement that street artists have been raising the alarm in the fight against AIDS since HIV appeared from the streets in New York in the 1980s and now in the next weeks in the cities around the world with paint, uh, paint red saves lives. There has been a lot of progress, more than many experts predicted, but not enough yet uh, to put the sirens to rest. Young women continue to bear bear the brunt of this disease, and maddeningly, every week, 6,000 of them are uh, needlessly infected. And I'd call that an emergency. Red is the color of emergency. Uh, The artworks, by the way, are intended to engage and encourage political leaders to fully fund the fight against AIDS, uh, with key sites getting transformed during this month and early October ahead of the Global Fund meeting that will determine funding for the next three years to help save 16 million lives while cutting mortality rate, uh, from HIV, uh, HIV, TB, and malaria in half. Got to give it to Bono, man. The guy has stayed the course. Absolutely, yeah. I've stuck with it. Yep, he has. All the not... only information is in our bug. Oh, in your book. <laughs> <laughs> book. <Bug. laughs> Did I say bug? <laughs> no, before sports book. I was saying that yesterday. It's a yes. great sports bug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric Clapton's Crossroads Guitar Festival will be simul- simulcast live <laughs> Shut up. on pay-per-view uh, across North America on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, the festival, which has become legendary in its own right for hosting performances and impromptu collaborations from the world's most legendary guitar players, will play in the city that hosted the first ever festival, that's Dallas, Texas, at American Airlines Arena.
3: I saw um, on the in the Eric Clapton documentary... There's footage of him with BB King playing at this festival. That was at the first
1: phenomenal. one. Yes, yeah. So the Crossroads Guitar Festival has been held every. They only do it every three years mm. uh, since 2004 to raise funds for the Crossroads Center in Antigua, which is a treatment and education facility that uh, <laughs> that uh, Clapton founded in 1998 to help uh, people suffering from chemical dependency. In addition to Clapton, listen to this lineup. Uh, This year, Jeff Beck, Peter Frampton, Joe Walsh, Johnny Lang, Bonnie Raitt, Derek Trucks, Vince Gill, Buddy Guy, Sheryl Crow, Jimmy Vaughn, Albert Lee, John Mayer, Billy Gibbons. Wow. Gary Clark Jr., Robert Cray, Los Lobos, and a slew of other people will be on board. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So um, that is happening this weekend, by the way. We actually had a clip from uh, uh, from Peter Frampton. From Peter Frampton. That you had sent over.
3: Yeah, he's uh rapping. He's talking about wrapping up his tour which will his, you know, his obviously he's doing this event his career, yeah. but uh in San Francisco and his and also a quote uh, a clip of him his frustration of
1: what's happening to his body. Yeah, we have that. Yeah, it's right here. All right. Here we go. <laughs> wow, man, you can feel the, That's, the pain. That's uh wow. Uh, if it's not sent over, just tell me. It's not sent over. Okay. <laughs> uh, then never mind. Uh, I have another clip that we're going to play around so with. So he, he's
3: going to be playing play San Francisco, and he feels sad.
1: Okay. There so you.
3: Uh, do we have the new Who song?
1: Yep.
5: That's actually ready to go.
1: Okay. So it's called Ball and Chain. Nick has heard this, and you said it's really good. It sounds like Vintage Who. Uh, they okay. posted it on their YouTube channel last night, and I really dug it. Let's, uh, let's check some of this out. Um, we don't have time to play the whole song, but I do want to hear some of this. And get the feel for this. Because I wasn't expecting new music from The Who, you know? I'm playing this note because it fits in well. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Still got a lot of punch left in that voice of his, man.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's just the two of those guys, really. Uh, but they're still cranking out new music. and uh, Inventive. Yeah, I, I, oh. I dug it. Nice. Uh, all right, and uh, any word
1: on when a new album comes out? No, or? but
4: Roger has been saying really positive things about this music. I mean, he says it's his favorite album since Quadrophenia.
1: Okay. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's a bold statement. All right, nice. Good to have them uh, creating new music.
4: And then one last thing.
1: Big show next Saturday. Oh, really? A band called Saint is rocking.
7: Brittinghams
1: <laughs> and Lafayette Hill. Showtime's it's 830. On. There's
3: only one band out there that's keeping the flame of rock and roll burning. Their name is Saint. Uh, that's my Does band. That's the religious connotation. They keep the Lord in their music and rock. God sings loudly. Check out their drummer with his new drum set.
1: That's right. Thank you, Sam Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Ash and King of Prussia. That's where I bought King it.
3: King of Prussia Mall, large mall, selling many items.
1: <laughs> Bono gets fired up he gets on strange absolutely. things.
3: He, absolutely.
1: Uh, we're playing uh next uh, Saturday. There's
3: gourmet cheese sandwiches there. That's <laughs> a new mall. We always sort of feel a bit out of place. <laughs>
1: Uh, so if you would like to come see my band, if you haven't seen us before, we will be there. I just want to get a little plug Rooney for Yeah. I'll
2: be there from like 830 to 845.
1: Perfect. Come see Kathy Romano. She <laughs> see... won't be there. Yeah.
3: She's going to say she will to the last minute and then something will come up. She'll have a little speaking engagement at Floral and Hardy.
1: Some...
2: No, something will come up. I'll fall asleep.
1: She'll fall
3: asleep <laughs> with the wine and wake up with the stain on the carpet and go, oh, God.
1: Come see Kathy not show up. Yeah. Get Brittingham's. <laughs> <laughs> Next Saturday. All right, anyhow, that's it for music news, friends. We're going to take a break. We will return, and when we do, we're doing we prize. Going to give it away.
0: Don't miss it. We'll be right back. MMR's Money Shark. MMR. Chica, Chica, Chica.
9: Money Shark. Chica, Chica, Chica. Money Shark. Chica, Chica. Chica. Money Shark. You might be sick of this song, but you're not sick of winning $1,000, are you? And here's your chance to win cash five times a day, weekdays. Tune in at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., as well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. We give you 15 minutes to text the keyword to a special contest short code, 45911. You can also enter using the MMR mobile app or via WMMR.com, in which case we'll put your name in the hat for $10,000. grand prize, MMR's Money Shark. MMR, money shark. Details at... All right, enough. Stop. Get the entry methods and contest rules at WMMR.com.
6: Brought to you by Horizon Services, 24-7 heating, cooling, and plumbing.
9: And by 93.3 WMMR. do 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 do
1: uh, some thank yous are in order. I want to thank God Scholes Turkey Bacon for coming by and giving us some goodies to supply for our guests that are hanging out here in the studio and our guests on the show, which was Mr. Dan Soder. Yeah. Dan is one of the funniest guys period. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's just great, and he's he gets everything about radio and uh, is super nice to boot. Yep, agreed. So, it was wonderful to have Dan he's going to be at Helium tonight, uh, 7.30 and 10 o'clock, and then tomorrow the early show is sold out. There is a 10 o'clock show, though. You can get your tickets at HeliumComedy.com. So, uh, he was our one and only in-studio guest, so we thank him for being here. Um, I guess we should do the letter of the day, so... Uh, Yay!
7: Yeah. Okay. Have He's our
1: surprise, surprise mystery guest.
7: <laughs> or
1: Sasquatch.
7: Actually, club.
1: before he gets on the mic, his producer is in here. And uh, I want to thank uh, Pancake for being our DJ yeah. last night. Uh, at the uh, sorority party and uh, Kathy's bitch box, your first time at our one of our sorority parties, right? Yes, it was. Yes, did, did you have a good time. I did. Nice. There's a uh, uh, a lot of women there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was. By goodness, it was all women. Yes, there. it was. Yes. yes, it was. It was, You uh, know.
2: You know what though? Like we say it all the time. It's these events where it's just women. It's like so easy and fun. The, yeah, it they, is. They're. Uh, it's much more light. It seems.
7: It just seems much more. Uh, I don't know. Everybody's happy. It's, it seems very, it's very, it's very cool. Well, yeah. they
2: got a bunch of free stuff. Yeah, so that's true. That that's true. And there
7: were booze, was booze there, so. Yeah, um, sorority yeah. events
3: are always like that, though. Yeah. There's less uh, less pressure. Like, the mix, we love the mixers, but there's, you know, there's kind of, uh, there's a different vibe.
2: The guys, I feel like, need to constantly be entertained. Where the girls, you can just give them a couple free things and a drink, and they're like, uh, this uh, is great.
1: Boom. Yeah. Awesome.
2: What nice. are you guys whispering about?
1: Thanks for it. Uh, something's wrong with my headphones. Aww. So I'm sorry to technically go back, back to, to where, where I we say this out loud if you want. Go back to channel one. We'll try <laughs> that out and see how that sounds. Uh, no, it's decidedly mono, which is very strange. All right, so, so here's I what I'm going to do. I'm just going to retake the board. All right, thank
3: you. Uh, retake the board.
1: Yeah, we'll tell you all this stuff if you guys want. do forget when Casey retook the board. <laughs> it's, uh, it sounds weird to me. That's better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's not. Well, I think I think it's because you guys were in here tinkering in our studio yesterday. <gasps> uh, was that yesterday? It had to have been because uh, I came in this morning. My seat was too high, and my headphones were all messed
7: up.
8: <laughs> yeah. I actually cleaned afterwards. Did you? Uh, Yeah, I, thank I, you. I washed and, but I didn't realize the seat was too high. Oh yeah, I banged, and I banged uh, my knees
1: on you first Sorry, time I got him this morning. It's all right. And
8: the headphones. We did a. a we were. Uh, we had STP in yesterday. They were on with us live, and then we came in here and recorded a national special. Oh, cool. Uh, for uh, release in a couple of weeks. The 25th anniversary of Purple is coming up. Who came by? Uh, Robert and um, uh, Eric. Jeff? Oh, Eric.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Um, you know, you hear these wild stories. Robert wrote "Interstate Love Song" in the back of a truck. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the back of a beat-up old truck. You just, you know, these great stories of where some of these amazing songs that we huh. loved and lived with for a yeah. long time. Yeah. So that's why uh, we were in here recording it so we'd have a better audio quality. And then, as soon as we sat down, we hear this drills outside, uh-huh. as working on the building, and then Rodney goes, "I'll stop that." Nice. And with one call, it evaporated. Wow, he's he good like that. taken out. Nice. Yeah,
3: there's actually scaffolding outside of our window right now because they're building an atrium on the
1: building. Yes. Yeah. It's, and we have be... snipers in case we need to take somebody out like that. Yeah, absolutely. That happen. Rodney yeah. is a sniper. Yeah. Hey, we should do the ladder because I teased that a moment ago. You ready? Yeah. Hey, I ago. You ready? Uh, did Pancake play good music
0: yesterday? First? Yes, he, he did. He played
3: great music. He was doing a fantastic do job. All right. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Now we can do the letter. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily
6: Letter.
1: All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter S as in Sam. All right, and we'll take caller number seven, like an S, 215-263-WMMR, and we will let you take a shot at giving us the word of the week. Let's see if you know it. 215-263-WMMR, like I said, caller number seven, Uh, That is uh, what we're looking for. So um, what's coming up on this fine Friday, sir? Action packed.
8: Bang. Boom, kaboom, chaboom. It is uh, the money thing. uh, The Sharks will be swimming at 11 a.m. and then again at 1 p.m. this afternoon. Then I've got tickets for Bob Dylan, uh, which went on sale a short moment ago, coming in November to the Met. Uh, where SDP played a great show, by the way, last night, Uh, and a great crowd there. A wonderful place to see a concert. Um, And we'll do a block of Bob Dylan. Also, I have tickets for Green Day and Weezer, and that went on sale, as you guys mentioned, August 29th, coming up any day now in 2020. And um, I'll do a block of Weezer. Did a block of Green Day the other day. Do a block of Weezer today. And uh, we'll get into a workforce block of Rancid because they're uh, playing at the Electric Factory on Sunday. Got moved from the Man Music Center, uh, but that's going to be a great place to see them, so it'll be cool. Wonderful.
1: Hey, I want to mention uh, Nick is out, broken leg and all. Two times this weekend,
4: right? Yeah, man, I got uh, Dick Sporting Goods tomorrow. It's noon to two at the new Plymouth uh, Meeting Mall. Oh location. my god, you are going to be in
2: Plymouth Meeting? I am. I am not going to make it. All
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> you could be there in between like one forty-five and two. No,
2: I'm not. Uh,
4: but I'll be there from noon to two, and uh, so that's the uh, the brand new Dick Sporting Goods. Hey, and, and
2: by the way, that um, they're really stepping things up. We've yeah. talked about the Plymouth Meeting Mall for a yeah. long time. I'm, I'm think, happy to hear that. I, I think that this is going to do it, and Dick's is part of it. It looks really nice. I didn't actually didn't even realize that it was open yet. Yeah,
4: so uh, well, it's. Like grand opening tomorrow. So there you go. And that's noon to do. And then on uh, Sunday, um, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., the new fashion district in Philadelphia, which is, I think, uh, 8th in Market and ninth and Market. Uh, we're going to be there for a, a Bird's Pep Rally. That's uh, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and it is going to be outside, Case You had asked earlier, oh, so okay, it's cool. right on the corner of Ninth and Market. Uh, the MM Army will be there. Be and a beautiful uh, day. Uh, yeah, gorgeous day, yep. and uh, it'll be right up until Bird's time. So you can come by, swing by, say hello, and then go home and watch the Eagles game. Wonderful. All right, we'll see if we can get
1: our winner. We're looking for call number seven, and that is Dan. Hey, Dan.
6: Oh, what's up, buddy? Yo,
1: buddy! We are looking for that word. Do you know it? Yes. What James. is James?
6: J a m e s. James.
8: Great
6: day in the morning.
8: That's the one, Dan. All
6: right, so yeah, baby. this is pretty.
1: This is pretty solid, dude. We have ten tickets to oh, Dorney Park. Wow! Plus, your entire group gets to ride in a real monster truck with reserve line passes, and you can strap in for an unforgettable ride aboard the all-new ten-passenger Gravedigger or Megalo- Megalodon truck. Cool. On a freestyle-inspired course. Congratulations, man!
6: Thank you, Principal. I love you guys. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, Hang dang. on.
1: We're gonna set you up, buddy. Hang on a line. A the line. By the way, name. the Presbo thing. I get it everywhere. Do you really? Everywhere I go, Pierre, it's it's like you know, it's a nickname now. It's your they're, they're my buddy, so yeah. I, I get Presbo constantly. I love that it. Name. Is officially caught
8: on. So sometimes uh, on your recorded commercials and the computer. Uh, it'll tell us which uh, DJ's <coughs> reading it. And <laughs> Kevin serious? puts Presbo. No, it as well. As well.
7: That's
1: great.
8: I love it. Uh,
1: anyhow, don't miss any of the excitement they have uh, or the activities uh, for the Full Throttle Fund and the whole family. At, uh, info is at dorneypark.com. Monster Jam. I'll take this moment to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today uh, by LaSalle University's next open house. That's Saturday, September 21st. You can register at lasalle.edu slash open house. Also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Next week on this program, we'll have Dirty Honey in the studio. Dirty wow. Honey, we'll have a not your average listener stopping by. Awesome, wow. and Donnell Rawlings is going to be wow. here love him. Yeah, so those things and more. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We'll see you again. Bye
5: bye. The Greston and Steve love you. I hate you lie.
6: Corn is not a vegetable. It's a modified. Glass, like wheat. Don't have no sense of fire.
9: Next message. Thank God for marijuana or I would be the most road ragingest mother f- you ever met right now. Thank you, baby Jesus. Next
7: message. President
5: Steve, do f- guys. Bunk, bunk.